from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto. One, two, Yes. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. Chain Smokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carter. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. I Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. I told my, it was my brother's first year going into high school, so yeah. I told him, I'm like, if you need anyone to talk to, you, if you need someone to help you, I'm your yeah, guy. Yeah, call Raza Mocha. Yeah, exactly. No, you know, I want to be that big brother, so use me. But what advice do you have? No, no I'm not if, saying this in a negative way, I'm just saying, what advice do you have? Well, I've lived through it, right? So what if he, you know, is not making any friends, or what if he's having girl trouble, or what if he's having a hard time fitting in? So basically, in? what if he had the same high school life as you did? Yeah. But you can't help him with problems that you can't relate to like your advice only extends to your own experience no but i can i can certainly bs why would you bs why would you bs that's not nice no but you can sort of be okay, a so ear and okay, then you can let your okay, way through okay it. so let's run through this right now and in all honesty because kids are dealing with this so uh try not to send anybody completely down the wrong path here <laughs> treat but, this seriously but let's say that somebody is having or they feel that they're having a hard time fitting in on day two in high school, not the younger kids, but in high school. So give me the example. I, I just did. Okay. Literally. <laughs> like. Okay, let's take honestly, this seriously. Honestly, listen. Let's take this seriously. Mocha. Like, well, yeah, we are taking it seriously. You're the one that's not listening, man. No, I am. Okay, or so. You would be the worst cop. I'd be like, oh my God, officer. So this blue Toyota just blew through this intersection, nailed a garbage can. That garbage can hit a pigeon. That pigeon went right into that woman's eye. And Maury would be like, okay, so uh, why don't you go ahead and just tell me what happened then? <laughs> I'm okay, like, okay. okay, blue Toyota. Yeah. I literally I, just I said. even got the license plate for you. <laughs> okay, okay, so, so here's so, it. Okay, so, so day, day two, two in high school, somebody feeling maybe that they don't fit in. Okay, so what you need to do is maybe, you know, look, don't look down on the ground, look up, make yourself look confident, go up to some people, say hi, just break the ice, break that tension, and just dive in, and just go up and say, hey, how's it going? Are you having a good time at school? My name is Maury. Uh, you know, do we have any classes together? Oh, that's a nice jacket. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it's 42 degrees outside. Ain't nobody wearing jackets today. Okay. All right. But not wrong. Okay. okay. Also, if okay. anybody ever came up to me day two of high school and been like, are you having a good time in high school? <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, nah, okay. nah, fam. Okay, so your advice to somebody school. who feels that they don't fit in in high school is to walk up to somebody and say, do we have any classes together? That's a nice jacket. <laughs> <laughs> so that's your, that's, your, that's your advice. I mean, <laughs> nice jacket. <laughs> <laughs> It'll feel good on my body after yeah. I take it. Yeah, exactly. Take it off yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Wouldn't but like I mean, it'll it'll make somebody feel sorry for you and be like, oh, he's yeah. trying really hard. I yeah. should be nice to this little you know guy. It's cool forests. Want to go into forests? <laughs> <laughs> Daniel, don't text me. You know how to swim. I hope not. <laughs> Like, you're the worst advice giver yeah. ever. Absolute do we, worst. Do we have any classes together? That's a nice jacket. <laughs>
Hey, Kiss, it's Razamoka. Well, I just listened to Maury's story or advice to people feeling uncomfortable on the second day of high school. Yeah. And I laughed really hard because I was like, absolutely not. Like, don't ever take that approach. No. <laughs> but it reminded me of when I was in high school and this girl came. She was new to our school, like, maybe the fifth day. Yeah. And she moved from the state. And um, her name was Veronica. My name was Veronica. And so one morning I literally walked up to her at her locker and I was like, hi, you're in my homeroom. We have the same name. Um, we can be friends. And then I introduced her to like everybody in the hallway around us. And then six, six years later, we're still best friends. Yeah. See, that to me seems normal, right? Like that. How's the way that, that the different way... than what I said? Well, completely. <sighs> completely. Complete different. opposite. It's the complete opposite. We had the opposite. name in common. We had homeroom together. And I felt bad because she didn't know anybody yet. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, but Maury's advice is always like, you know, like I said, I don't. The, <laughs> I mean, I, I, you're taking the advice from. I used to just hang out with the caretakers yeah. and, and, you know, eat lunch <laughs> in the IV club. Right. Also, don't ask me why I'm wearing gloves in June. <laughs> <laughs> Can we pause real quick? Yeah. Too? Uh, did you mean to say in the AV room and not the IV? <laughs> 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 Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The caretaker had you hooked up to an IV. I told you go to man. Hey, you're new to this school. Have you ever been to the room with the needles? <laughs> no, no. Oh leave your jacket on. <laughs> leave your jacket. On. <laughs> Thanks for the call. We gotta go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Back to school. Back to school. Um. For a lot of people listening right now, this might be your, your first time checking out the Ronza Mocha Show since June. So, welcome back. It's crazy. If there's anything you uh, think you might have missed over the summertime, you can get our podcast. We got 43 episodes available through iOS and Google Play. Get yourself caught up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Damon Mori was down at the X <laughs> for another year talking to kids about going back to school. No. It's always an exciting time. Oh, little You kids. get the, lee, the, the little wee, wee, wee ones. Who's just like straight up honest about everything. Man. Sebastian, are you excited for going back to school? No, because I hate it. (laughs) What do you hate about school? Doing homework, having to um, wait a lot. If you want to go to the washroom, you need to um, put your hand up and wait. What do you want to say to all of the kids (laughs) who are scared about going back to school? What advice would you give them? Um, Just stay home and do nothing. Well, be ready. (laughs) Because sometimes things will hit you at school. Like literally? Yeah, when you're in gym. It's happened to me before. So how old do you think your teachers are? I think my teacher's like 187. Because, yeah. I hear it's your first time ever going to school. It is. And are you scared? No, because I love to make friends and love school supplies. Okay, it is time to go back to school. What's going through your mind? Mm, I don't really like it, but I do like it. Now talk to me about school itself. What do you What are you not looking forward to and what do you love about school? I love about school is um, when we do a lot of math and science and stuff but what i hate about it is when we like have to have free time for like one hour and that's it and it's so boring 
do you want to play with this or do you want to play with this first? Because, like, yeah. all the games that I have at school are really long, so. Well, I'm going into, into uh, like, a grade 7, so I'm a little bit nervous, but mostly excited. Um, well, we're getting lockers, and I'm not that the best at using a padlock. I'm not good at turning it. I get the left and right confused. What do you want to say to somebody who's maybe very nervous about going back to school? What advice would you give them? Um, as long as you act, and, or at least pretend that you know what you're doing and pay attention, it won't be that bad. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. First day back to school, it's always good to try and talk to my kid, Roxy, Aww. who's going into grade three this year with a brand new teacher. She's very pumped about that. We had a long conversation over just how maybe you might pronounce the teacher's last name. It was oh, yeah? yeah? It's going to be a big reveal. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so we'll t- see if we can get a hold of Rox. Here, I'll give you Catherine's number, which you apparently already have memorized. So weird. Top of the dome. What you yeah. want? Okay. That's so weird. I don't even know if she's going to answer. I texted her earlier. They better be up. The call display shows my name. She'll answer. Yeah. Hello? Hi. 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 Who's this? Hi. 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 Roxy. Yes. It's dad. Yes. Oh. <laughs> so excited. So excited to talk to me. Mocha's here too. Hi, Rox. Hello. Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, congratulations on grade three. That's exci- uh, pretty exciting. Thank you. Yeah. What are you most looking forward to today? I have no clue. <laughs> That's not true at all. We had a whole conversation about this. We did? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You got your protractor, you got all your watercolor markers, you got everything. What's a pro- oh, yeah, I remember now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Remember we were playing with the protractor yesterday? Yep. Yeah. Okay, so what what are you most looking forward to? Are you excited? Yes, I am. Yeah? What are you excited for? To see Lila. Oh, to see Lila and all the other friends you have? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be great, huh? Yeah. Yeah. What are do you, ha- you having for lunch? Curry. Curry, right. Nice. Yeah. Are you, are you gonna Are you going to miss me? Yeah. Yeah? Are you going to miss me? Maybe, maybe not. Oh. <laughs> That's cool. I've only known you since you were born. <laughs> All right, Roxy, listen, as I say to you every year uh, on this day, the first day back to school, I'm so unbelievably proud of you, and I love you so much, and you're a great kid, and you're a smart kid, and I love that you're excited about school, and I can't wait for you to get home so you can tell me all about it. Thank you. You're welcome, buddy. I love you. Love you, too. Okay. How much do you love me? Like a lot or just like a little? <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. Class is in session. You just got schooled, Ross, by your own kid. <laughs> I love you. Have a fantastic day. Love you, too. Okay, pal. Hello? 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 Hi. Okay, hang up. You know how I hang up when someone's talking? Okay, well, I asked you to hang up, though. <laughs> I asked you to hang up, though. It's okay to hang up. Okay, uh, put the, why, why does the phone sound so weird? It sounds like I'm talking to your grandmother. Yes? Talk into the phone. I am. Okay, I love you. Goodbye. Okay, yikes. <laughs> <laughs> it never goes well. I always think in my head we're going to sit there and have a moment and like I'm going to cry and be one of those parents. And uh, yeah, anyway. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I had to go to, I had to go see a movie yesterday morning for the film festival. Oh, fancy. At, uh, at Cineplex yeah. on, uh, what the hell's that? Dundas Square. Yeah. And 
I guess Ryerson does classes or orientation or something in those theaters in the morning on the first day of school. Oh, yeah? It was nuts because I walked through there and it looked like I was walking through college, but only I wear a backpack too, just like all the kids. Oh, so I look, look like... Older student. I look like older student, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> um, Maybe you decide like... Partway through your life, you're not happy with your career, you want to go back to school. Totally. Right? Which a lot I, of people do that. Which I know is going to happen at some point. <laughs> <laughs> let's, not, uh, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Mm, maybe I'll be a doctor. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I'm walking through there, and the, first of all, when you get students on the first day of school, you know, you get the people who are like really self-aware and put their, you know, their best foot forward. And then you get the other people who are still hanging on to summer and you get the other people who are terrified and it's, it's 40 degrees outside. But I'll tell you, being surrounded by that many, like 19 year olds, the smells were incredible. Yeah. So diverse from you would walk one foot and go, oh my God, that person smells great too. Oh my God, what is that? <laughs> like you would just like, just, it, like when you cram that many, like 19 and 20 year olds in a room, yeah. like the smell. Smells like f- everybody smells so different, but everybody smells of something. I just assume it's a combination of weed, Doritos, yeah, Mountain Dew, and maybe like Axe body spray. No, and and I'm telling you, it's fear and stink, right? <laughs> yeah, like it's it's fear and overcompensation is what you smell, right? Those are the two things that I smelled when I was walking through there. I don't remember what age were you because I remember in school. But I don't remember what grade it was where there was half the kids, boys, let's face it, knew that they smelled and they tried to cover it up every day. And then the other half didn't know they smelled and they just reeked all day where there's that period of high school or junior high. I was in the where half the class reeks and half the class just reeks of covering up reek. I was in the side of. I probably smelled and didn't know it. Yeah. Because everybody else smelled. Fair so enough. So you figure, yes. I guess this is the smell. Yeah. And it was seventh grade. It's just what school smells like. Yeah. It's just like, this is what school smells like. So seventh grade it is what you're saying. It was seventh grade. Yeah. Where, and the only reason why I know this is because our seventh grade teacher, Mr. Dunn, yeah. had to sit down and talk to all of us about body odor. Really? And yeah. how to, and he did it in a really nice, like sensitive way. Not yeah. like, you guys stink. Yeah. You need to get some degree or something yeah, right yeah but it was in a very nice and sensitive like you know everyone's got different body odors and there are ways to to kind of cover it up and talking about deodorant yeah. and stuff and it was since seventh grade that i started really, uh, yeah. using deodorant yeah i remember i was dating a girl named lisa and i guess i smelled because when we would make out oh, i remember no. and i this came back to me not that long ago where i was oh, like no. oh man this is really uncomfortable situation but i handled it like a champ because again you're just oblivious to your own smell sure where i remember we would be in her room making out and uh, a couple of times she went to the bathroom and came back with her father's deodorant no. and gave it to me. And I remember, inc- I, I remember so perfectly what it was. It was a round tube of English leather is what it was called. <laughs> that sounds old. Oh yeah. English leather. And I, sm- and, but the thing was this, I'm is sure that, it's full of ingredients that are totally illegal yeah. now. And then we made out, but I smelled like her dad, <laughs> right? <laughs> Which weird. had to have been weird. Yeah. That's but, very weird. So when your choices are make out with this disgusting mess or make out with somebody who smells like my dad, you know, I smell bad when she chose to make out with somebody who smells. <laughs> Like your dad. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Samana Unana. Dominican Republic's prettiest. 
Peninsula. Wow, you actually pulled that off. Right? Transat yeah. got your weekly flights to Samana. Yeah, if you haven't checked out Samana, just do a quick search online, and the pictures alone will give you reason to want to go there. Like, the beautiful beaches are there, but they also got the mountain landscapes. You can do a Jeep safari. Which, I had no idea you can do Jeep safari out there. Yeah, and one of the cool things about Samana is it's one of the best breeding grounds for humpback whales in the entire world and thousands of humpbacks uh, go off the coast of Samana every January and March to breed so if you're into whale watching and I've been whale watching on both coasts three different countries and apparently this is the spot to yeah. do that yeah you ever or, seen whales a lot you ever seen whales in your life yeah for yeah? sure well, where'd you go whale watching? Uh, in Cabo. Cabo. Yeah, yeah I, I did. I did the same thing in Cabo. But yeah. I'll tell you, from what I've seen, the whale watching in Samana is better than Victoria. It's better than Newfoundland. It's better than Cabo, really? and it's better than anywhere else in the Caribbean. Yep. Or if you're like me and you just want to chill, you just want to relax, just kicking it on a catamaran. Oh, perfect. Or just lounging by the pool at your hotel. Yep. Samana, they got it all. Book your next trip right now. Go to airtransat.com. What? Should we do now? Uh, let's take a phone call. Hello, hello. Ron Zamoka, who's this? Hi, it's Amanda. What's Good up, morning, Amanda? Morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm excellent. I'm going back to work today. I'm so excited. Are you? Why were you off from work? Vacation? Matt, leave? What's up? I'm a teacher. Oh, oh you're a teacher. All right. Oh. So, all of summer you had off and uh, going back to school today, first day. Uh, what grade are you teaching? I teach the fourth grade. All right. And are you I'm excited? I'm so excited. I love my job. I... I enjoy the break but i very much love going to work every day and meeting my class every day and my work friends so fun what's the big thing fourth graders uh learn this year the, the science units are really fun in grade four so yeah. they, they do all that the rocks and minerals they learn about ancient civilizations and then in well usually for us in the winter we get to do swim to survive which is a free program the city offers um, to teach kids in grade four basic swim skills. Oh, that's great! Wow, that's crazy. My kids going. Yeah. Into, my kids going into grade three uh, today, and we had to buy our we had to buy our protractor set over the weekend. Oh yeah! <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Did she know what it was? <laughs> no, she's, she's she's like looking at it like Whoa, she's what like these tools? what? She's like what does this thing even do? And I'm like it's all angles, and she knows all about angles, but she knows she doesn't know how to use a protractor, yeah. right? Like that's something that needs to be you need to be taught. And I'm like, don't worry, they'll teach you up. It's fine. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I love all the new things. It's so great. Like I I, I don't remember what it's like. That's you know the day that somebody handed me a protractor and I was like I don't even know what to do with this, yeah. you know, like every day yeah. in Maury's life. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah, Maury, show me right now with your hands what a hundred and forty degree angle would look like. You just more just made a triangle, a triangle with his hands. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you're right. A plus, Maury. Hey, Amanda, thanks so much for calling in today. Uh, all the best on your first day back at school. Thanks, boys. What a great way for me to start to be able to talk to you guys. Uh, so morning. Good. You're awesome. Thank you. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. All right, Ron Zamoka, who's this? Hi, Mocha. It's Allison. I'm a teacher and I don't want to get up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I just, I heard that girl Amanda just now and I was like, who are you? <laughs> 
I've hit eight, I've hit snooze like eight times already. Oh, wow. What time do you have to be at school at today, Allison? I, I have a staff meeting at 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock, <laughs> all right. Uh, how was yeah. your summer, though? Oh, it was really good. Um, we went to Florida, and then we went to uh, went to Los Angeles. My daughter won a dance scholarship to L.A. Oh, nice. Wow. Can I just say um, yeah. it's awesome to hear a teacher being very real right now? Yeah. Oh, is. my God. I feel like I've been hit by a bus. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> what uh, how many kids you got in your class this year? Um, I teach high school. I've got two grade 12 classes and one grade 10. Oh, so I probably oh. got about 80 kids in about, yeah, in an hour, an hour and a half. I think I have about I don't know if I would kids. ever have the, uh, <laughs> the patience or tolerance to be a teacher in high school. Like, I commend any and every single uh, just teacher in general because you have to have an incredible amount of patience to do something like yeah. that, mm. and especially in high school because high school kids are the worst. But what do you really do on the first day? Oh, gosh. Today, with my grade 12s, I'm going to do a bit of goal setting. Like, what do you want to get out of this year? Because it's such a big year for them. and. Yeah. They have to they have to think ahead and they have to think about what they want to do because they start applying for post secondary in December really, so they only have a few months to to pull it all together. It's a, it's an exciting year for them, but you know it's a lot of pressure too. It's it's sometimes hard to teach because you know you don't want to break any hearts and sometimes things don't go as planned. But then you have other kids that are really strong and they really try and they turn it on for grade twelve and that's exciting, especially when you see them start getting acceptances into programs that you want, you know, that they want to get into. What, so. what do kids want to do now? Oh my goodness. Oh, everything. Um, my high school is pretty, I'm, I teach business studies. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of kids I really want to get into, uh, different business programs like accounting and so on. And oh, wow. there's a lot of kids that are really, really into science. Does anybody um, say viral star? <laughs> Uh, no, no, but actually there's been a few kids that have gone through our schools that are really, really strong in the arts. So we've had a few kids go on and I guess they, they do want to be like music musicians and actors and things like that. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's good. It's good, but it's hard to get up this morning. Oh you my gotta God. You got to get I up, girl. You got a big job to do today. <laughs> get your ass out the bed. I know. I know. I've got it down to a science though. How many minutes in the shower? How many minutes to grab a bagel as I right. run out the door? Right. You have but, to, you have to go and uh, straighten out about sixty boys today who are completely distracted from <laughs> girls who have changed over the summer. Oh my gosh, that's it exactly. Uh, my youngest is going into grade three too. So whenever you talk about Roxy, I think yeah. about my daughter Amy. Oh, that's awesome. So, well, Allison, yeah. thank you very much for calling in today. All the best on your first day back at school. Thank you so much. Have a great day. I got you too. Wake, wake your ass up. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know what? I just stood up, so I'm halfway through. Good floor. job. Good job. <laughs> Take care. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Bye. Yeah, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello, Roz and Mocha. Who's this? Hi, guys. It's Anita. What's up, Anita? How are you? Good. How are you? Good. What's going on? Just wanted to wish everybody a great first day. It's my first day back at school, too. I'm returning from a maternity leave. Yeah, oh, nice. Amazing. Go. Yeah. How's that for you? It's, it's, I didn't just have the summer off. I had a whole year off. Wow. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's tricky to manage getting two kids ready, one to daycare, one to school. It's my son's first day of JK as well. Oh, oh wow. wow. Uh, so are you are you personally nervous about anything today? I think every teacher gets a little nervous the first day. Yeah. Uh, just nervous about how my kids are doing. Honestly, my own kids, how oh, they're doing okay. at daycare, how they're doing at school, and then a little nervous about some new kids in my in my class and how they're going to adjust. And 
Yeah. We talked to a lot of parents who are dropping their kid off for the first day at JK, and it's a very emotional trip for them. Uh, but I, I wonder how you feel about that, because you, as a teacher, I'm sure you've seen this over and over and over again. The parents just like breaking down in absolute hysterics and tears because they're so yeah. emotional dropping their kids off. So aside from the teacher part of your life, what was it like dropping? Uh, what's it like dropping your kid off uh, today? I how are you going to be? I didn't get to drop him. I no. had to miss it. We just stage pictures. And I guess it's just teacher life. You never get to see your kids on their first day because it's your first day, too. And that's yeah. important. Yeah. Oh, it's so terrible. I remember I we, I, I think I've taken Roxy to school twice in five years or however wow. long she's. So yeah, so JK, two years, three. Were you emotional on your, because I remember you took the morning off from I, this I show. left early. I left early. Remember to, I bailed. To take Roxy yeah. to school. Yeah. Um, was I emotional? I mean, I wasn't a crying parent, but I was more emotional because she was just so like, I don't even know what the word is. She was so just eager to learn and she really just wanted to go to school because it's such a big step for kids that they get to when they go into JK it's a whole different world for them and yeah. she just wanted to she just wanted school to be great like she just wanted to have fun and to learn and it was so for that part it was emotional watching her stand against the uh, a brick wall lined up with other kids wearing like a backpack and stuff like yeah. that yeah you're going to burst into tears it's terrible oh, I'll tell you <laughs> yeah, everybody right now straight up yeah. so our son he's only 16 months right yeah. so we got we got a little ways to go yeah. But I know on his first day of school, I am going to be a mess. Yeah, you're gonna. It's it's a it's it's awful. But it's so it's so wonderful because the the look on their face, they feel that they've achieved something. Even yeah, for they, sure. Even though they have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> it's crazy because it's starting their like 25 year chapter, basically. Oh like, yeah, totally. Yeah, cool. yeah. Hey, Anita, thanks so much for calling in today. Appreciate it. Thanks. All the best on your first day back at school. Thanks so much. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Got to get ready for this because we haven't done this in a while. Mm. Uh, gentlemen, would you like to play Five and Seven? Hey. This is Five and Seven. Oh. Damn it, Maury. Please join us. Put your headphones on. It's very intense. <laughs> uh, five and Seven, very simple. We will ask Dammit Maury to name five things. He has seven seconds to name those five things. Bro, why are you breathing so heavy? Mocha will be our official judge and timekeeper. <laughs> Dammit Maury, good morning. Are you okay? Name five ways that you could die this morning. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh. This is five and seven. Was, I, thought, I, didn't, I thought maybe we, we would lose more. Okay. Are you okay? Yeah. Okay, Maury, here we go. Uh, Name five things that are sticky to the touch. Okay, tape, glue, snot. Loser. (laughs) Tape, glue, and the third one was snot. Boogers. Yeah. Right? Okay, I would give you boogers. Also, uh, syrup, wax, honey, that kind of of thing. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Maury, are you ready? Yes. Name five mammals whose milk humans consume. Goat, sheep, cow, mom. Uh, Loser. That's four. Yeah. There's only four. There's only four? Oh, only. 
<clears throat> no, um, almond, buffalo, no. buffalo. Okay, buffalo, buffalo milk. Yeah, buffalo cheese. Where do you think buffalo cheese comes from? Cows. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> like I thought it was named after Buffalo, New York. Uh, <laughs> Adam, dude, come on. Adam. Okay, uh, Maury. Name five things you usually wet before using them. Loser. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, your whistle. Um, you're right before you use it, uh, wet before you use it, cloth. Loser. Okay. Uh, would have given you sponge. Would right. Would have given yeah. you toothbrush. Oh yeah. Would have given you, even if you wanted to go old school, would have given you sharpening stone. Uh, washcloth would have also accepted mop. Right. As something you have to wet before. And your lips. And your lips. I don't know. How does that work? Lip you don't lip. have to wet your lips before you use them. <laughs> Usually, you can't have dry lips. Yeah, but not every time you use your lips do you have to wet them. No, but it depends on what you're using them for. Like God, we would be so weird looking. We'd, we'd look like goats. <laughs> if every time you had to, if every time you used your lips for anything, talking, anything, if we had to lick our lips before every single thing we used them for, we'd look like goats. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, Maury, name five things you spray on your face. Oh, my goodness. Bug spray. Um... um Grape water. Um. <laughs> Loser. What, did you, what was the second one? Grape water. What is grape water? <laughs> they, once I was at a spa and they were trying to sell me a $200 bottle of grape water. So that right? stuck in my head. Like grape juice? <laughs> they said grape water. Oh. <laughs> they just like, spray you with Welch's. <laughs> right? <laughs> and then you're going to be name uh, five things that are sticky. I put you on that list. <laughs> My face. Sorry. <laughs> After grape Welch's. <laughs> okay. Right. Uh, face mist, sunblock, uh, water, spray tan, some perfume, I guess, bug spray as you, uh, as you got. Uh, we have time for one more? Yeah. yeah Maury, name five animals that hop. Uh, cricket. Um, what do you call a kiwi thing? The thing that's in Australia with the pouch. Uh, that. Loser. <laughs> Yo, what about a bunny? What about a bunny? Yeah, but I was stuck on the thing in Australia. What? A kangaroo? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. It is Friday, August 31st. Damn, yeah. listening anniversary who's this Tony 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 duh <laughs> Happy anniversary, Mocha. Uh, nine years of the Ronza yeah. Mocha show on Kiss 92.5. Uh, nine years ago today, we debuted the show. Nine years ago today, Roz, you and your girlfriend, Catherine, yeah. were still expecting baby Roxy. That's right. She wasn't born yet. Yeah. Nine years ago today, Roz, I was living with my parents in the basement of their house <laughs> yeah. in Scarborough. Like boxes of wrestling dolls beside your cot. Yeah. Boxes? <laughs> um, 
And we legit had like nobody listening to the show. No, we started from scratch. We started from zero. Zero people. Like we didn't take over a show on an existing station that was already great. It was all brand new. The show had no, like we had, when we say we started from zero, we mean we legitimately started from zero. We started from not one single person listening. And it's taken nine years to get 10 people. So I, uh, <laughs> so I have like audio from our very first show, yeah, which was also my very first time ever hosting a radio show. Oh, really? Yeah, dude. I we never sounds, hosted a show before. We sound so different. Do we? Yeah. Listen okay. to this. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You want to know what they are? Okay. My mother joined Facebook. <laughs> dude, that's awesome. My mother joined Facebook. Now, do you put your mom on limited profile? Uh, I'm going to say this. My mother, I know for a fact, has 38 friends. Okay, so like we sound different. Wow. This is, this is a real show, by the way. Okay, yeah, okay right so now. this is back to us. Th- this is back to us. Okay. We sound really, really different, don't we? Yeah, I sound like I'm sick. I think you might have been. I probably was. You I was so been. nervous, right? Yeah. So like I was go, so nervous. We'll go back to August 31st of 2009. Okay. Well, guess who's not one of them? Who? Me. Why not? You got to be friends with your mom. Guess who is one of them? Who? My brother. <laughs> Guess who else is one of her friends? My ex-wife. When you sign up for Facebook, the first thing you do is you think, who do I know? Oh my God, dude, that's hilarious. She sat at her computer and did the, who do I know, thought of my brother. Brother number one. Brother number one. His girlfriend. His girlfriend number two. My ex-wife. Your ex-wife number three. 30 some odd other people. So you are like even below that because once she adds me... Like, we have all these people who are way above you. Her blood. And I'm on TV. Like, I'm a good friend to have on Facebook. People like having me on Facebook. <laughs> oh, yeah. She can get into all the parties. Right? <laughs> wow. Real yeah, different. that's crazy, uh, man. There's your one voice. time. What's that? What's that, Maury? So, I don't know what you're doing to your voice there. I was probably sick. No, I, I was so was nervous. Sick, yeah. I hadn't slept I in a week. you to sound like, like super mo- like, No. I no. would never rat her on no, Facebook. No, I hadn't slept in about a week before we did this show. Like it was, I was so just exhausted and nervous. And uh, yeah, um, that's just the reality one of it. Of, one of the hottest stories on August 31st, 2009. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> has to do with John Gosling. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. let's dip back to 2009 real quick okay. and listen to this talk i guess that, over please. the weekend john from john and kate was in vegas and for some reason everywhere he went he was followed and surrounded by a giant group of the most beautiful women i've ever seen i'm gonna give i'm gonna hand my blackberry over to mocha right now there's a picture <laughs> <I> describe <laughs> your, your blackberry you see for people okay first of all this idiot is standing there wearing sunglasses. Uh, his shirt, is, he's got a button top, button shirt. The first two buttons are undone, so he's showing off his chest. And he's got three smoking hot blondes all surrounding him. And my question is, why does he deserve to be in that position with those three girls and it's not me sitting wow. there. <laughs> wow. Look at you. <laughs> Why does he get all the pretty ladies and not me? <laughs> anyway. We got all that from my Blackberry. Yeah. That whole, that fantastic, <laughs> that fantastic segment. Well, all it's been from nine Blackberry. years. I don't regret anything, bro. Oh, man. Happy anniversary, Roz. Me too. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Maury, haven't heard from you. You all right? I don't know. He's got his glasses off. Uh Uh-oh. I know. It's never a good sign this early. What's going on, dude? You all right? 
No, I just can't clean my glasses. There's like smudges on them and they won't go away. What do you so mean I'm you like, can't clean your glasses? That. You don't have like glasses cleaner? No, like, I always go yeah. and then wipe them, but I just oh. move the smudge to the other side. Can I teach you a gross technique Sweet. that I do? Yeah, I do it in private and I saw... I used to, okay, a friend of mine used to do this and I thought it was the grossest thing in the world because he would just do it publicly and then I started doing it. Please don't tell me you guys spit on your glasses. No, and I do it in only in private, which is I still use my shirt, like the bottom of your shirt. Yeah. But what I do is I take my glasses and I put it in front of my mouth. Okay, so the, 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 the ear parts are pointing up. And so the lens is now just like sort of parallel with my lips. Yeah. And what I do is it I looks take... like you're biting a cookie. Yeah, I take my tongue and I rub it on the outside of the lens like this. <laughs> right? Ew. And then Ew. I take my tongue and I put it on the top lens like this. And then I clean it. That is yeah. disgusting. Yeah, I French my glasses. Yeah. A little bit, right? No wonder you do that in private. Yeah, yeah. that I, is yeah. gross. I French my glasses a little bit. No, I don't see that more than that. And then I rub no. it on my shirt. No, and, more. And I'm telling you, private. And I'm and I'm telling you, it it actually works. It works better than the. It really does. Yeah. Here, so I mind. no ew. I'm not ew. touching. More. I don't want to touch your glasses. Don't. No, that's gross. That's a private thing. You can feel free to lick your own glasses. I just gave you the technique because you said your glasses are dirty. So lick the bottom lens. Yeah, lick the bottom of the lens. <laughs> Can you take a picture of this? Oh please? my god, this is so gross, guys. Okay, just Honestly, wait, just wait. Let me see. Let me. Do you like the coding? Anything? I can't be the only one that does it. Do you want a video of this or do you want a picture of this? I'm, I'm filming. Okay, this. You're, you're, so you're filming. Yeah. Okay, so hold on here. Let me do. Let me do a picture then. Okay. No, more. Just don't like. Don't be like erotic about it. You're just cleaning them. Okay. No, listen, oh, dude. Just lick your glasses. I like am, you're, but you, like I don't know. No, <laughs> don't tease them. <laughs> I can't help it if my tongue flips just from the top. Like to licking, like you're licking anything. Like you're the back of your hand. Like you have sauce on your hand. And you're just licking it off quickly. Do you not know how to lick something? <laughs> I don't know what the last thing I licked was. Really? I eat ice cream with a spoon. Oh my god, this is so okay, gross. Okay, now, more. you can't let the gob dry on your glasses. You actually have to wipe it off with your shirt. Oh. Ew. God, Okay, dude. now watch, watch, watch. But I'm, I know it's disgusting, everything else. Maury's tongue much wider than I thought it would be. <laughs> god, that big tongue is such a little mouth. Oh, look at that. Right, thank you. Very clean, right? Oh, they, I know, they smell sort of, like they my sm- mouth. Yeah, they smell like your <laughs> 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 and Mocha Show podcast. Mocha. Yes. Crickets are magic. Magic? Yeah, they are. And I only just discovered that crickets are magic. So at the cottage, we have just, there's crickets and they get in the house and they do the crick thing in the house. So I give you clip one. Play clip one. This was, I recorded this the other night in my living room. In my living room. And normally... What I would do if I was alone is I take a knife and I just literally go around the house and run the knife under the baseboards until I hear a crunch. Gross. But when Catherine's there, she won't let me kill them. No, of course not. Because we know that this is like a cricket looking for a mate. Yeah. And so Catherine's always like, where would we be today if somebody tried to kill you with a butter knife when you were looking for a girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> just let the, let the cricket do its thing. So uh, the misconception. Maury, come in here for a second. Why do cricket, how do crickets make this sound, first of all? They moisten their legs and rub them together. They moisten their legs and rub them together. Well, otherwise, it's, you can't get the sound. Uh, Mocha, how do crickets make this sound? 
I'm going to say that Oh, you they, can keep playing the cricket. Oh, I'm going to say <laughs> they... Uh, yeah, I'm going to say it's with their legs. Okay, so the common misconception is that crickets use their legs to create the chirping sound. Actually, they use their wings to do it. Their wings? Yes, their wings. And it's oh. only the boy crickets that do this. They say the sides of the wings are grooved in texture. They also have jagged edge on the grooves. Uh, and the grooves, they rub them side to side. And this is the wings that make the, the sound. Female crickets do not chirp. Male crickets primarily use the chirping ability to create mating calls. Loud chirps from the males at night help the females locate them. This is followed by a softer courtship song after the mating begins. A song? Yeah. Finally, after successful mating, the male will sing another song uh, to keep the female nearby and to keep her from going off immediately mating with another male. Oh, this is so nice. Uh, imagine the heartbreak. This is all going on underneath my baseboards, by the way, right? <laughs> it's like an episode of the, it's an episode of The Bachelor. So I started doing a deep dive into crickets, and this oh. is when I realized that crickets are magic. Okay. Okay, so... I had no idea, and if you're on your way to school right now, you can blow people away with this because we're going to do an experiment. So in your computer right now, yeah. you have clip number two. Okay. So stop clip number one, yeah. clip number two, and tell me exactly how long clip number two is. should be around 15 seconds. Yeah, it's exactly 15. It's exactly 15 seconds. Okay, okay. so... The thing I didn't know about crickets and what makes the magic is crickets can predict the temperature with their chirps. What do you mean? So the story goes... If you count the amount of chirps that a cricket does in 15 seconds yeah. and then add 37 to it, oh, it God. should give you the approximate temperature of the room you're in or outside if the cricket's outside. Okay, so go to clip number two that in is exactly 15 seconds. In 15 seconds, and I need you to count the chirps. And everybody else listening right now as well. Okay. So this is 15 seconds and more. You you did this this morning with me. I did not edit this at all. This is I, true. I didn't make it shorter or longer. This is 15 seconds. That's what she said. Okay. So go right now. Play it. Yeah. And I need everybody to count the amount of chirps until we agree on an exact number. Do we count number. out loud? No. Okay. Go ahead. Thirty-nine. What did you get, Maureen? Thirty-nine. Thirty-nine. Okay, I also got thirty-nine. Now yeah. I'm going to add thirty-nine plus thirty-nine plus thirty-seven because that was the exact um, the exact uh, uh, fifteen that, seconds. Seventy-six. Right. So seventy-six. Now I'm going to show you. I took this picture right after I recorded this. This is the thermostat inside my living room. What does that say? Bro, that says seventy-six. Seventy-six degrees. Holy, Maureen. Come on. Either they're predicting degrees. it or the cricket can read. No, the cricket can't read. So you mean to tell pl- me pl- that pl- in a 15-second span, the amount of uh, cricket noises that you hear. Yes. You take that number yep. and add it to 37, yep. and that will give you the current temperature of the surrounding area. Is that how like, our ancestors figured out what no temperature idea. it was? I have no idea. Play it again, and let's count it, let's count it again, just to make sure, okay? Three, four. 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 
and I almost killed this little magical bugger with a butter knife. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, crickets are magic. Thank you. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Uh, coming up in just a couple minutes, Mocha. Yes. I can introduce you to uh, a guy named Nathan Booze out of Wisconsin. And we always hear these stories of people finding their long-lost parents or parents finding their long-lost kids after adoption, after separation. Who knows what the deal is? Mm-hmm. And oftentimes these stories involved far-off places and online uh, ancestry trees and everything else. Sure. But what if the person who is the closest to you in your life, a parent and a child, what if you've been friends and working together for years and just didn't know it? Huh? What are you talking about? So Nathan Booz is on the phone right now. Okay. And he's from Wisconsin. And he just found his biological father. Okay. But unlike other stories, this wasn't a tale of continents away and flights and online hunting. Okay. This is a guy he's actually worked with for two years. What? His dad is his co-worker, and he didn't know it. Neither of them knew it. What the hell? Yeah, Nathan's on. on the phone right now. Yo, Nathan. Yeah. What's up, man? It's Ron Zamoka. How are you? Oh, not too bad. So, Nathan, I was just explaining to Mocha and everybody else that um, you uh, found your biological father, who's also your coworker, but neither of you knew, right? Like, you didn't know that your coworker Bob was your dad, and Bob didn't know that you were his kid, right? No, not at all. No. How did you find out? Uh, my mom just came over one day, and, you know, because we were friends on Facebook, and she said, uh, to you and your dad, you and Bob? Your dad on Facebook. Oh, God. Oh, man. <laughs> so is your mom your biological mom or are you adopted? I'm adopted. Okay, so this is your adopted mom. But she, So she knew who your biological parents were and never told you? Yeah, she knew who my mom was. Okay. Because we're, we're somewhat related to her. Right. But she wasn't 100% sure who my dad was. But she was like 90% sure... 90, 95% sure it was Bob. And then I just messaged him on Facebook and it went from there. What did you say to Bob on Facebook? (laughs) (laughs) I just asked him if he knew who, you know, my biological mother was because I knew her name. Yeah. Um, after my mom came over and he's like, yeah, it's my ex-wife. Wait. (laughs) Oh man. There's like so many, so many intricate details of this story. So did your dad, Bob know about you prior to you guys finding out that you're actually father and son? Like, he knew he had a son, but did he know where his son was living? No, he had no idea. It was a closed adoption. Yeah. And, see, my birth mother knew where I went, but... Bob did. She was withholding information. Oh, snap. So where do you guys work? Uh, We work at Rock Solid Transport. It's out of uh, Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Okay. And you guys see yeah, each other like every single it's day. It's only like uh, 20 trucks. Yeah. <laughs> so are you and Bob friends? Like, were you friends before yeah, this? Yeah, we were, we were friends before we even found out. But now do you kind of go back and like try and figure out like, are there similarities? Like, do you maybe laugh the same? Do you have the same mannerisms? Like, have you noticed stuff like that now? Yeah. The, the first story that was ran on our local news station, uh, the reporter pointed it out. And I didn't know. I didn't notice it until 
she said something. But we have the same sense of humor. We walk the same. We kind of talk the same. Oh, my. You know? Wait, so nobody at work ever pointed out, hey, Nathan, Bob, you guys kind of laugh the same, or you guys kind of look the same, or have you guys ever noticed that he kind of walked the same? Like, nobody made that connection whatsoever. They just thought you guys were like best buds. Yeah, they thought we were just good friends, and then it blew everybody's mind once we found out. That's so wild. And, and so the story goes, uh, you're getting married, too, right? Yeah, I'm set to be married in May. Uh, this coming May. Oh, nice. Congrats. Uh, next year. I assume Bob is invited? Oh, absolutely. He's going to be sitting at the parents' table. Wow. All right. <laughs> but was Bob, I love that. was Bob invited before this? Yeah, I oh. actually invited a bunch of people from work. <laughs> well, there you go. That's the story of uh, Nathan and Bob. Uh, Nathan uh, adopted, didn't know who his dad was, had been working with Bob for a couple of years. Their co-workers father and son neither of them knew about each other wait before we let you go nathan so are do you find like is your relationship any different now with bob i don't think so i mean i think yeah. it drew us closer together as friends but yeah like it's not it hasn't changed in a negative way at all no no, no definitely not but like are you talking about maybe you know spending thanksgiving together or maybe bringing the families together or doing something for christmas or do you think that you may i don't know get him a card for father's day <laughs> I, I, you know, we, as we like to say, we're just going to take it one day at a time from here. Yeah. You know, just kind of see where things go. Cause like I say, you know, he's, he was a good friend before. And like he had mentioned, we never had that father son relationship growing up. So, I mean, we're probably just going to stay good friends. I don't know if we're going to take it any further than that. I mean, Maybe one day, but I don't know. We'll see what happens. It's wow. So That's crazy, dude. Hey, Nathan, thanks very much for sharing your story on the Roz and Mocha Show with us. <laughs> Not a problem. Thanks for having me. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Question for you, Mocha. Mm. At what point does pizza not become pizza or mm. cease to be pizza when it comes to toppings? <sighs> I have this argument all the time with a friend of mine where, cause I don't mind a chicken. I don't mind chicken on pizza. Yeah. I actually kind of like it. And he tells me that that's not pizza. It's something else. It may be delicious, but that is no longer pizza. No, I would still Once you start doing chicken on pizza, it's, it's not pizza anymore. It's something else. It's like a flatbread kind of thing, no, but it's not pizza. I would still consider chicken on pizza, pizza, but I think you're at that level of anything beyond that. Yeah may not be pizza okay so let me depending run. on what else you're you're putting on like i for me the ultimate would be like meat lovers right right meat lovers is the epitome of pizza so where's the line then when anything does, when after does pizza like, but when does pizza not become when is pizza not pizza i think beyond when it becomes too heavy of a slice right I think when it becomes way too heavy that you can't pick it up, or when you do pick up the slice, okay. all the toppings start falling okay, off. Okay, so let, let's not say, just, just the, give me one sec. Let's just say this. Let's just say that it's not about the amount of toppings. Let's yeah. just say I take a pizza, yep. and I open up a can of tuna and spread a can of tuna on it. Oh, is that gross. still pizza? But, but no. is it still pizza? Because what does it say? Is pizza is the act of what you're doing on top of it. Pizza, you could put anything on it and still call it pizza because it's the I act guess. of what it is. So if you want well, to put tuna sense. on your the pizza, act of what it's it the is. act of the flatbread and toppings on top of him putting the oven. Pizza is is the creation of what is on the bread. You could put anything on uh, pizza, right? Because pizza is the bread. 
That makes the no dough. sense whatsoever. No, it's the act no, of putting I, something. No, I, I know what you're. I know what you're trying. I know what you're getting at. Where you're saying that anything that goes on that initial dough into an oven is pizza because it's that sort of dough that makes it a pizza. Yeah. So if you want to put a can of tuna and rub it on, then that's your. That's your. Because <laughs> okay. okay, here's what I'm getting at. Here's what I'm getting at. So Rubbing there's the tuna there's a pizza joint in New York called Lions and Tigers and Squares. And they're doing a pizza. Like okay. okay, they're doing a pizza right now that there's no red sauce on it. Instead that, of the red sauce, that's not pizza. Okay, instead of the red sauce, it's spicy mustard, and the toppings on the pizza are corned beef, cheese, and sauerkraut. So basically, it's a Reuben sandwich just on a pizza. Is that a pizza? No, that's an open faced Reuben, but it's on a pizza. Nah, that's so I just don't Ruben. know where the line is when something that's the line. ceases to be they a cross pizza. the line right there. You can't have a pizza with pizza dough and you don't put sauce and cheese on it. Some Italian st- pizzas don't have sauce on it. I know, but still, that's but you know a, what I mean. That's a sandwich. But you, that's a sandwich. But you know what I mean, though, right? So when does that's a question? When does a pizza be- cease to be a pizza? Because I find it difficult that they can call this thing a pizza, although I put chicken on pizza and people tell me that that is no longer a pizza. Yeah, but it's you something still have else like, that's delicious. You still have like mozzarella cheese on it. You still got the sauce on it, tomato sauce. No, because sometimes I'll put feta on it. And sometimes I won't put tomato sauce on it. Sometimes I'll put pesto sauce on it. What about the, the company that sells chocolate pizza and that's calls not it a pizza. pizza? That's not pizza. It's frozen in the freezer section. But that's not even a pizza dough, No, that's though. ice cream, It's like a... It's a, that's, that's, cookie, all, that's something completely different. And ice cream. That yeah, that's like when you that's like when you make a cake that looks like a motorcycle. It's not a motorcycle. No, this is a chocolate right? pizza. It's not actually a motorcycle. Is it made with pizza dough? Is it made with pizza dough? Yeah, it's, it's by Doctor Utker. You know, yeah. they, all, they have all the frozen. They're ones. not good. Anyway, let's not go down that road because that's not actually pizza. That's well, just a let's dessert. Let's see if we can get some calls. Hey, kiss. It's Razamoka. Hey, what's up? So first of all, it all comes down to the sauce. If there's no red sauce, it's not pizza. That's not true can, though because you can go to I've, I've been. To, like I went to Rome, dude, and had pizza that had no red sauce on it. Yeah, no, yeah, no, but we it. can call that like a focaccia. We can call that a bruschetta. Like, but like, yeah, any toppings on bread for sure to be a pizza. We're talking red sauce, and I think cheese. Well, I mean, I will, I will side with Roz on this because a lot of pizza joints that we visit, that my wife and I go to, and the, the the pizza that they have with no red sauce, with no tomato sauce, they just call it a white pizza. Yeah, pizza right? blanco or whatever. Yeah, but yeah, when you got to like olive gotta, oil, gotta, they'll still use cheese, uh, they'll still <laughs> put some toppings on it. If you have to preface it with white pizza, haven't we already departed from pizza? So you're saying as soon as you take off the red sauce, it ceases to be a pizza. That's it's that's your a, line. It's a, it's a variation of pizza, yeah. but it's not true pizza. See, everybody has a different line because yeah. I don't mind a pizza that has like a little a little fresh uh, pesto rubbed on that. Oh, dough absolutely and, and not. Oh, but, oh. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not. I'm Italian. We'll, we'll, we'll put anything on bread needed. But, yeah, yeah. but it's definitely not a true pizza. Okay, there you go. So for you, it's red sauce. When you take the red sauce off, it's no longer a pizza. What's your you name? Got it. What's your name? Michael. Michael, Michael. thanks for the call, bro. No worries. Take care, guys. Yeah. Hey, Razamoka, what do you want to say about the pizza? Hey, man. Um, tomato sauce. That's my line in the sand. Yeah. Well, it's got tomato sauce on it still, you know? I think feel like that's a real. All right, pizza. so no tomato sauce. It's not a pizza. That's we've heard this before now. All so right. so the I, I yeah, the 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 red line is the red sauce apparently. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Well, it's here. It's happening. 
the Toronto International Film Festival, the 43rd Toronto oh. International Film Festival. Keep a lookout for all the celebrities walking around town. They don't do that. Uh, Visiting Chris, Yorkville. Chris Pine's Outlaw King is going to open the festival tonight. What's that movie about? Is it like an old-timey period thing? or? Yeah, and it's Netflix. It's, oh, it's Netflix. Oh, They're wow. opening the film festival with a Netflix movie? Yeah. Wow. What I, I kind of like that. What a time to be alive. I kind of like that. <laughs> what a time to be alive. There's a lot of people. I think it's like Spielberg that doesn't think that Netflix movies should even be uh, considered movies. Why? Like, yeah, I don't know. He's, he's old school, Spending, man. Spending like big budget money on it, though. Yeah, he's old school. On Netflix stuff. Yeah. I'm down for that. Are you kidding me? Yeah. They got uh, my money. And uh, damn it, Maury, um, fully accredited, again, will be out on all the red carpets for the show, talking to some of the biggest stars in the world. And a lot of times, too, um, damn it, Maury will get the opportunity to talk to some of these big-time celebs that visit the city. And sometimes it's Damn It Maury and Damn It Maury alone. Like, despite all the media that is out on a carpet, mm-hmm. it will only be Maury that will get that A-list celebrity that right. people have been waiting hours and hours to see. Um, are you going to wear the head cam? Do you still wear the head cam? Because people look at the head cam, and they're used to it now. Like, there's stars who love the head cam. Like, if Maury shows up at interviews sometimes, the stars are like, hey, dude, what's, where's the helmet, man? Yeah. Because they want the head cam, right? It's like Teen Wolf. Like, we don't want Maury. We want, <laughs> you know? We want the wolf. Yeah. Like, like, don't show up normal. Like, <laughs> what, we didn't invite you. We didn't invite you here to be Maury. Yeah. We want the helmet. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? And when he first started wearing it, if you're unfamiliar, it's a bicycle helmet with a camera on the top of it because Maury needed to film stuff. And uh, he didn't have a cameraman so he put a um old like and i know a lot of people do this now this is even before gopro straps like yeah. he had a camera on the like he drilled it to the top of a motorcycle or top of a bicycle helmet you're welcome gopro and uh and stars would see him on the carpet and they would just see a short guy with his little belly and plaid shirt and striped shirt and boat shoes at the end of a red carpet wearing a helmet and they would look at Maury like he was like he was there because of some charity yeah. and they're you like, know? Like, talk to this guy. like like it's a make a wish kind of thing sure. right you know and so they felt bad for him and they would come over and then it would be like who the hell is that guy but then they, <laughs> then they started loving him and uh, so let's go through some of the some of the, the the better moments of Maury and some of the biggest stars that we've talked to over the past couple well, of years I mean when you say better moments, yeah. I would say entertaining moments. Yes. Okay. Right. Sure. Because when you have an opportunity to talk to, uh, when you talk to talk to an A-list celebrity, yeah. you'd want to ask them a question either about the movie, sure. about their life. Yeah. Maybe they've been in the news lately. Uh, so let's start with Johnny Depp. Okay. The great Johnny Depp. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Johnny, how hard is it for Johnny Depp to be Johnny Depp? Really difficult. <laughs> Little did we know, like this is before he, this is before he cut off his own finger and wrote a love letter to his wife in the mirror in the bathroom, right? Like I would say it's pretty accurate. It's very difficult to be Johnny Depp. I spent Ryan Gosling as much as I would love wine. to stare. Hey, what? I spent forty thousand dollars a month on wine. We didn't know that at the time. Ryan Gosling, as much as I would love to stare into your eyes, I have to ask you questions. <laughs> okay. Um, this film, by the way, congratulations, incredible. Thank you. Also in this, you are such a, an incredible romantic. What kind of a romantic are you in real life? Uh, you know, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> 
Yeah, show. Yeah, no, you won't get this from any other interviewer. No, we're dropping bombs. Right? <laughs> how is he? How can you not answer that question? He's so difficult, Ryan Gosling. So difficult. Uh, my favorite person that Damon Mori has ever talked to is Angelina Jolie. Right. And Damon Mori had the opportunity two times on two separate occasions, right. two different years, to get Angelina Jolie when nobody else got her. Right. So let's dip back to last year when he got her on the red carpet. So much to talk to Angelina about. Yeah. And he decides to talk to her about this. Angelina, Angelina. What is your favorite what is your favorite kind of bread? Bread? I have no idea. <laughs> okay. Can I can I just explain why and also the ridiculousness of that question? So Angelina did a movie. She was executive producer of a movie called The Breadwinner. And what The Breadwinner was is it was an animated feature about a girl in Afghanistan, a little girl in Afghanistan whose father falls ill and then he's captured by the Taliban and girls aren't allowed to work. So she had to dress like a boy to go out and work to support the family. Hence, she became the oh, breadwinner. Yeah. Super serious movie. Right? It's like a, it's a Taliban uh, kidnapped father, daughter acting like a boy in a country where girls aren't allowed to work and movie. one of the most talked about movies of TIFF yes, last year. Yes, Not about bread. At all, Maury. <laughs> I think that's why she was thrown off. And we'll end on this, going back to Angelina. Uh, the very first time... When David Morey talked to her, yeah. again, every news outlet in the world was in Toronto because Angelina and Brad Pitt were here yeah. to talk about, because uh, they were debuting Moneyball. Right. So David Morey gets to talk to Angelina. Angelina, if you were to play baseball, what position would you play? I, have, I don't know enough about baseball to tell you. Wow. in Toronto. Wow. So for the next 10 yeah. days, Tim is in Toronto. Like you don't know shortstop, like you can't just say shortstop, right? <laughs> hey. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. You're going to love this story, Roz. Oh, please. A Connecticut man who know. told police he was a paranormal investigator faces several charges after firing shots in his house at what he told police may have been a ghost. Oh, wow. If you knew anything about ghosts, you know you can't shoot a ghost, right? And this guy's supposed to be a paranormal investigator. Okay. So he should know firsthand that you can't shoot a ghost. Thank you. Right? Yes. And I don't even believe in ghosts. Why am I even commenting on this? <laughs> As you were. <laughs> like, uh, this guy he faces up. charges uh, including the illegal uh, discharge of a firearm, making a false statement to police, Second-degree reckless endangerment, misusing an emergency call, and disorderly conduct. Wow. He put two bullet holes in his wall on July 26th, initially reporting the incident as an attempted break-in. He later told police he believes the intruder was actually a spirit. <laughs> <laughs> so what's he trying to cover up then? He's trying to cover up the fact that he thought there was a ghost in the house and he tried to shoot it. Okay, so hold and on here. He originally called the police saying, hey, somebody broke into my house. Okay. And then when the cops showed up, he was like, just kidding. It's not actually a, a human being that I think broke into the house. I think it was a ghost. So I took shots at the ghost. See, I don't know what makes also, you Also, I'm a paranormal investigator. Right, Jesus. So I would know what a ghost looks like. This is a tough one because I don't know what makes you sound more mad. I don't know if you sound more mad if you say, if a person tried to break into your house and you shot at them and you didn't want police to think that you shot at a person, so you say, I thought it was a ghost. Or if you 
thought a ghost was breaking into your house and you shot at the ghost. And then when you called police, you said that it was a person because you didn't want people to think that you're shooting at a ghost. Like, I don't know what makes you sound more nuts. One of those. Both Both do. I think both. Also, I don't believe in ghosts. I'm like, (laughs) ghosts, there's no such thing as ghosts. Okay. this guy. No, there's no. shot at one. No, and the the paranormal world and all that, there is no such thing as ghosts. I knew you'd love this story. No, I don't. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I sometimes find that the streets uh, get busier different times in the summer. Oh, my, for sure. my commute back from like if I'm doing ET where I have to come back downtown from Don Mills and Eglinton, there's yeah. no there's there's no difference between people take between like, July and October. I think a lot of people take uh, like half days to get into the city and just do stuff. Yeah. Right. Or half days so they can get out of the city and go do stuff. Yeah. No, I know. It's like this uh, story I was just reading. What on traffic? No, that asked if your if your commute should count as part of your work hours. Ooh. So that was the question. question. Should your commute count as part of your work hours? Would it be better if you were getting paid uh, to go into work? It'd be nice. So, so a new study just threw it out there. Should your commute count as part of your work hours? Of course, people are going to say yes. Because they claim, after all, it's part of your job to get there and back. I highly disagree with this. Highly disagree with this. According to uh, the scientists behind the study, the answer is yes, you should get paid for your commute. But they did find some people that... Why, they, why do they even do a study like this? Well, because they're morons. Now they're just stirring up yeah, stuff. Yeah, well, they're morons. But you can't say you get part of your... I, I understand if it was a standardized thing where you were given a grace period of, say, 30 minutes per day that you were then build for for your commute but you can't say you're going to get charged for your commute because you get people who live in toronto mm-hmm. and or who work in toronto and then they're going to say okay well i'm going to actually move to guelph sure. because i can get a big old house and yeah. i'm just going to drive in from guelph every day that's a hell that? that's a hell of a drive what about people who uh who have to commute from like oshawa yeah into down yeah. toronto yeah same thing right, right? it's like you know you're not getting paid for that yeah and then what you also want to take the 407 i got to pay for that too no <laughs> That'd be nice. It would be nice, right? sure. In a perfect world. So let me ask the question. Uh, if you live outside the city and take the 407 into work, should work paid for it? Yes is the answer. Of course you're going to say yes. Yeah. Why totally. would you say no? I would be taking the 407 for no GD reason. Yeah, but I, 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 do, I do think, though, that there is, a, there is a place where there could be a number that was thrown out there that was sort of universal and standardized for everybody. So if you had said 30 minutes is what employees are given Mm -hmm. for whatever company uh, as part of your commute, those those are then, you know, sort of billable hours or worked into your 40-hour work week. You know, 30 minutes a day. But like you said, people may eat 30 minutes makes a difference. So somebody may move a little further where they can afford a little bit more. Uh and use that thirty minute grace. Yeah, no, right? factor uh, yeah, that into yeah, it. Yeah, no, I hear you. It's crazy though. It's uh, it's really it's an interesting it's an interesting question. It's like when we were talking about the, uh, the 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 other study that said that I think it was people over forty shouldn't work more than three days a week. <laughs> you know, and that and that brings us back to I have said my whole adult life that the next person running for prime minister who campaigns on a ten hour workday with a four day work week, you know, I will vote for them yeah. regardless, or, even if even if they're they completely he- inept. 
They could be anything, like a former drama teacher, and I'd still vote for them. <laughs> <laughs> you got it, folks. Hey. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hi, it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hi there. I'm just driving uh, to work with my kids and my five-year-old son. My name is Adriano. <laughs> Adriano. <laughs> obsessed with your show uh-huh. and every morning tells me please call them can we call these guys can we call these guys I said what are you going to say so he wanted to say hi okay who's so funny how old are you Adri- how, old, how old are you Adriano five you're five wow how's your summer good what have you been doing? Did you get your driver's license yet? No. Oh, okay. Just a kid. Oh, you're just a kid. Okay, okay. What's your favorite part of the show? My favorite part of the show was, was when the panda bear said, I love you. Is when the what? When you guys play the animal sounds and the panda dog said, I love you. Oh. And the duck walked up to lemonade. The duck song, waddle waddle. Yeah. And the duck walked up to a lemonade stand. He and said to the man running the stand, "Hey, bop bop bop, got, got any, any grapes? grapes? That song." He loved that. And then he waddled away, waddle waddle. <laughs> um, so Adriano, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Who's your favorite, Roz or Mocha? Which was your favorite? Panda. My daughter just said, Mocha. Oh, Mocha. Mocha. Hey. How about you, Mom? Between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? I guess he takes after Mom. I got to go with Mocha. You got to raise that kid better. Shut up. He's a good kid. He sounds like a great kid. Hey, listen, everybody in the car, thank you for listening to the Roz and Mocha show. Say thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha show podcast. Yo, Roz and Mocha, who's this? Hey, how you doing? It's Joey B. What's up, man? Listen, I was out at a, what do you call it, live on location on the weekend up here in Vaughn. Uh-huh. Ran into Mocha. Now, I'd never met him before. I had this vision in my head. I got to tell you. Hold on. You ran into totally you, ran, you, you ran into Maury. Uh, sorry. I met Maury. Right. Okay. okay. Totally different type of guy. Than I expected to meet. What kind of guy, guy did is, you? What kind of guy did you expect to meet? I'm ready to run into. Damn it, Maury! This guy's an idiot. Yeah, he's you know, he was nothing like that. Like super nice guy. Did a great job. Plus, gotta tell you, he's better looking in person than he is in pictures. Stop calling in to tell Maury he's good looking. Is this why Maury was like waving his arms, being like, "Yo, you got to take this phone call right now, right now, right now. Stop everything you're doing. Take this <laughs> phone call right now." Man. No idea. Maury, why don't you give the people what they want? Get in here. Why don't you give the people what they want? When they show up, but when you're on, like, out doing an appearance, you have to give the people what they want. Dude, I just act like myself. I can't help if I ooze sexuality. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Where does it ooze from? (laughs) Where was Maury's sexuality oozing from? Okay, I don't know about how much it was oozing, but let me tell you. What was attractive about Maury? Just, he was super nice. Yeah. Right? Um, I was there with my kid. He was great with them. He signed them a picture, which, you know, my kid's now using for target practice, but that's fine. Um, but he, he just loved it. Like, it was just great having them there. Right. And it was nice meeting them. And I'm thinking to myself, you guys kind of got to go a little easier on them. Right. Like, do we you, feel do bad you, for them. Do you even remember this guy, Maury? No. No, of course not. <laughs> 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 uh, there you go. That's the Maury. <laughs> Hello? Yeah. 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 
I'm a little taken aback right now. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted guys, more. Right. You wanted more. You got more. <laughs> Have a great day, brother. Later, pal. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. I'm reading a story about just the opulence of opulence here. Of what? So we know that when you... There's like vacuums and hair dryers and fans and all sorts of stuff. But the, the level up is always when you, when you fork out the money for a Dyson, right? Yeah. And I have a couple products in my life that are, that are Dyson and they've, they are life changing. The hair dryer is life changing. The Dyson hair dryer is the greatest, is the greatest hair dryer I've ever it. used. Yeah. Like hands down, pants down. Nothing is ever compared to the Dyson hair dryer. I use it to dry the dog when we give him a bath. Yeah, there you go. It's even great for the dog. <laughs> and he freaking loves it. Yeah. He feels like he's at a spa. Oh, it's so, it's so incredible. It's, sometimes I'll just sit in the bathroom and just like put it on a low setting and just hit my face with it. Yeah. Like it's the air quality and it's just so wonderful. Uh, so Dyson is now releasing uh, a 23.75 carat gold hair dryer for $699. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <I've>, <laughs> Are you going to buy it? I never knew that I needed to blow my hair, blow dry my hair with a gold hair dryer. But now that I see this story, I'm like, why have I not done this before in my life? <laughs> like, I imagine this is what, remember like back in the day when you'd see a police academy and a movie and they always had like a sheet character who was like this rich Arab. And this is the kind of stuff that those guys did in those terrible movies in the 80s. Sure. It was, you could tell somebody was rich because everything they had was gold. I remember thinking, my dad would always tell me these stories of like, that guy's probably got a gold toilet. Like to me, that was the... <laughs> To me, my wow, old man, that rich? my old man judged if somebody was rich or not, whether they had a gold toilet, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah like, and it was always like, it was always the Taj Mahal. I bet you the Taj Mahal is full of gold toilets, right? <laughs> my, my old man judged wealth on whether or not somebody could afford a, go- a gold toilet because that is the height of excess. Yeah. Like when you have everything else and you've spent your money on everything else, when somebody says you have so much money, what could you possibly spend your money on? That's when somebody goes gold toilets. If you go to the restaurant that Drake owns yeah. in his private bathroom? Yeah. Gold toilet. But actual gold toilets are just like gold toilets. Gold toilet. Made out of gold. Made out of gold. Wow. Yeah, see, that's the whole thing, man. You want a gold toilet. So now I'm like gold hair dryer. Man, ain't nobody... I think you're going to be the only person that would spend money on a gold hair dryer. You think so? I don't think anybody don't think so. else out there... I don't think so. Nobody else out there is going to spend money on a gold hair dryer. Yeah, no. Yeah, but what's going to happen one time when your kid puts it down roughly on the counter and dings it? I don't care. You're not gonna get mad. <laughs> Let's go buy another one. Gold? Let's go buy another one, Maury. Stop everything for a moment. You what? have enough money for two gold hair dryers? <laughs> I'm almost Maury. I I'm almost at gold toilet level here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. We haven't done this in a while. You guys want to play mouse charades? <gasps> yes. And now it's time for the game everybody loves to play. It's like charades, but you make the noise of clues with your mouth. It's mouth charades. So get ready, get silly, and start to make those mouth charades. Well, I'm going to say this right out of the gate. I'm going to lose. <laughs> All right. 
I've never won around. I I think maybe in all the times we played this, I've only ever guessed one thing correctly. I think so. Yeah. Uh, I'm really terrible at mouse charades, and Maury is also the, not the best clue giver. So mouse charades works very much like just charades. Uh, the clues are given only with sounds, though. And damn it, Maury will be the sound giver, the clue giver. Uh, no hand motions, no pantomime, only no sort mouth. of body motions, yeah. only sounds with your mouth. And uh, I it's, can like I have to move my lips at some point. Okay, Mar, thank you. Uh, it's myself against Mocha. We get that that's a part of it. Just explaining no, to No, stop. See, this is why I don't want to play. I don't want to play anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to play anymore. I don't want to play anymore. No, just come on, man. Let's fun. play. It's not, it's not fun, though. It's fun. You're I being, just go just... through the rules and explain the rules, and then you just hold us up with nonsense. Uh, you're holding us up right now. Let's go. Okay, no. your first clue. Okay, no, so there's uh, you have uh, clues in front of you. You will give the clues. Uh, 20 seconds on the clock, and uh, hopefully I can uh, get one right. Yeah. Uh, Mocha, you will get to go first because you, of I course, won do. the last round. So uh, 20 seconds on the clock yeah so hold on you're gonna hear a ding to signify the 20 seconds starting 20 seconds of silence and then a double buzz to signify that 20 seconds is done okay are we ready gentlemen i have to pick my word now yes you do more okay and And go a horse or a horse running rain hitting a windowsill a snapping uh clicking of your tongue um, uh, running. Oh, oh, uh, uh, tap dancing. Yay! Tap dancing. Why are you cheering, more? Because it means that I did a good job. No, that's bias. Why? I'll cheer for you if you ever get one. <laughs> tap dancing my ass. All right. Was that not it? It was it, was right? It was tap it right there. Tap dancing. Oh, <laughs> Hold on. Let me mark that down. Oh, okay. <laughs> A giant check mark. Yeah. Is my name even on that piece of paper? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Here, listen. All right. Check, check mark, mark from Mocha. Okay. Go okay. ahead. Okay. I'm ready. Are you? Yes, sir. Damn, are you ready? Okay, can I, I got to hit the word. Yes. Go. Uh, a garage door. That is. Um, that is like uh, something falling to earth. That is a crash of some sort. Um, what was it? A tree falling. A tree falling. <laughs> what was the beginning part you did? You know, when the, the branches start cracking and then it sort of falls through the other branches of the other trees next to it and then boom, down on the ground. Oh. No, not at all. Not even close. <laughs> This is impossible, this game. There's not, one, there's not one person listening to this right now that, I even, remotely, that, that even remotely got that. Yeah, okay. I was going to say tree falling. Uh, okay, Mocha, your next turn to get one right. <laughs> Thanks. Ready, Maury? Okay. And go. Are you going to guess? It's your turn. It's oh, a mocha shoot. word. Oh, uh, ping pong. Yes. Oh, oh shut up. A man dying. I heard that. A man dying. A man dying in front of me. Give him that. A man dying in front of me. Was that? Oh, that wasn't my word? You, oh, oh, my God. Wow. Like, like a boss. <laughs> this Here, is rigged, man. <laughs> Absolutely right. Hold on, here. Hold on. We gotta keep tra- keep track of the score. Yeah. Let me make another check mark for myself. 
Okay, uh, my turn. 20 seconds on the clock. Maury, grab a word. Morse A song that is a band that is slowly running out of gas. Oh, what is it? Record slowly slowing down on a record player. <laughs> record slowing down on a record player. And do the sound again, please. Okay. Now do you get it? You heard it now. Yeah, but you know what? Like, the, your version of music is so bizarre. It has to be like, like I can only use my mouth. That's why it's called Monster Is, bro. Yeah, I know, I know. but I don't have a whole orchestra in my mouth. <laughs> Like, what is that? Oh, record player slowing down on a record Shut player. Shut up. Stop it. <laughs> Can we just say I lost? No, let's do it. Do you want to do one more? Do we have time? One more mocha word? I don't even have to go. I can't win. Okay. Okay. And 20 seconds on the clock and go. You got to be louder. Same noise as before. That's definitely rain. A car wash. Rain hitting a windowsill. Rain hitting a windshield. Oh, uh, thunderstorm. Uh, uh, chewing, uh, oh god, that is a, f- oh. A crackling fire. That's a crackling fire. Yeah. That's Do it again. That doesn't sound like anything. I mean, that's just <laughs> no. like, it that sounds is like literally whispering just... between the walls. <laughs> yeah, you know what that conjuring. is? You know what that is? That's, yeah, that's somebody at night having like some sort of night terror where something's like crawling all over you. Like, that's Should the, the sound guy that, that got it makes. none of them right really be commenting on this? I didn't get any right because you're <laughs> awful. <laughs> and that's how you play Mousherades. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast is sending somebody a drunk voice note. Over text, the new drunk call. Oh, God. You know what I mean? I haven't done that yet. I haven't received one. As I wonder if that's the way things go, because I don't have Probably. a lot of friends that go out and get loaded and then just like leave you late night voicemails like you used to. Yeah. Come, to the, come to the party. Where are you? Yeah. Like, remember those calls? Oh, for sure. So I wonder if when people get those calls now, they're just the recorded voice notes. Because Probably. Damn it, that more, would make more sense. More. I remember the place that I used to work at, the radio station, like years and years ago, yeah. we used to go and get loaded after like at a party or whatever. Yeah. We would always drunk dial our boss our boss's office number. So when he showed up on Monday and he checked his voicemail, yeah. it would be all of his his employees just like partying and just like nonstop messages. And I completely get that. And so I think the new way is, because I started getting these last night from Maury. Where were you last night, Maury? Were you getting drunk on the Ryan Reynolds gin? Yeah. Is on that a Wednesday? Were? Yeah. We were on a we were on sort of like a party bus for the new that his new aviation gin. Right. And, and how so is it? Delicious? It's actually really good. Yeah. And I had many. And you had many. What is On many? a Wednesday? Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, six, six drinks. So here, I'll tell you I'll tell you this. So I started getting messages from Maury. The first one came in at seven forty five PM. On a Wednesday? Seven forty five PM. Uh, you, you didn't swear in these, did you? No. No. Are you sure? No. No. Oh. <laughs> so this is uh this is Maury hammered on Ryan Reynolds gin. <laughs> okay. So I'm having some gin, which makes me an in- gin gin 
So that was that was message number oh one. Oh my god! So that's how drunk Maury was at seven fifty-five yesterday. Holy cow! Dude. And then I got it. I got the next message from Maury at uh, nine fifty-six. So two hours later on a Wednesday. On a- <laughs> Can I <post> <laughs> I'm texting Roz. Okay, so uh, I'm we're having gin and I'm an ingenious. Do you, <laughs> do you get it? Ingenious. And if I have a few more, it'll stop the agent, 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 agent process. <laughs> okay, so like, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to put the straw in my mouth and it won't go in my mouth. Excuse me. Excuse me in the kitchen. Does anybody know how oh this Oh, you're all blurry. Does anyone know how this <laughs> You bought the people in the no. kitchen? Sing gin and juice. I don't. I don't. Wait, come in here. Come here. Come in closer. Come closer. How does it go? Sipping on gin and juice. Lay back. With my mind and my mind. With my money and my mind. Money money mind. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was that noise you made at the end? <laughs> you sounded oh. like a baby raptor. Oh at that, my! <laughs> at the very God. end. You, Holy cow! Can you, get, can you isolate that noise? The very last noise you made. Hold on here. Yeah. <laughs> That one. <laughs> yeah, that's a baby raptor being born. I've seen Jurassic Park. Oh. <laughs> Holy cow, yeah. dude. I can't believe you got that drunk <laughs> on a Wednesday. <laughs> okay, so like, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to put the straw in my mouth and it won't go in my mouth. Excuse me. Excuse me in the kitchen. Does anybody know how this... Wow, you're all blurry. Does anyone know how the song Gin and Juice goes? No. Sing Gin and Juice. I don't. I don't. Wait, come in here. Come here. Come closer. Come closer. How does it go? Sipping on gin and juice. Lay back. With my mind and my mind. With my money and my mind. Yes! <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, People Magazine's list of the 2018 10 best dressed stars. Oh. Uh, Dwayne Mar- The Rock Johnson. No, it's all No, it's all women. Oh. Lady Gaga. No. No, incorrect. Uh, Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie. (laughs) No, not Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian West. Yes, she's on there. Oh, yeah? Um, Yeah. Okay, hold on. Let me take another guess. Oh, Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock is on there. Number 1098. Nicole Kidman. Uh, Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman. No. Here, let me do this for you. Uh, Margot Robbie. Angela Bassett. Yep. Sandra Bullock. Kim Kardashian. 
Uh, Tracy Ellis Ross. She is fierce. J-Lo. What, what? Uh, Kate Blanchett. Amal Clooney Mocha. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lupita Nyong'o. And Meghan Markle. Who I learned yesterday, um, we should not be referring to Meghan as Meghan Markle anymore. No, she because has a whole, she hasn't the been Meghan Markle for a while now, even though everybody still calls her Meghan Markle. She's the Duchess of Sussex. Yeah, she's the Duchess. She's um, the, the Duchess of Sussex. Sussex <laughs> the Duchess. Duchess? Of Shut up, Maury. She's Meghan, the Duchess of Sussex. Oh. Yeah, yeah that's her name. I'm gonna still call her Meghan Markle though. Yeah, no, so do I. Anyway, she's number she's number one on the list. But I don't really? think it's I don't think it's I don't think that you can like when you say the the sort of best dressed. Yeah. This doesn't take into account your own style because this just takes into account you're basically a mannequin at this point. Sure. You're the best dressed as in people dress you. Yes, of course. Right. It's you're usually. not the best dressed as in you have the best style. You're the best dressed like as she in can't say, you look the best when people say wear this. Exactly. She can't say, hey, I really like this, you know, black and white dress. Because then somebody in the palace would be like, "Well, no." Well, no. I think that I think there's a little no going on. I yeah. think that she can say, "I like that black and white dress," but I think that there are rules where they'd be like, "But we have to put a big giant border around the bottom of it because it's too high up your knee." Right. Right. And you got to wear this hat. And you got to wear this hat. That was the thing. Yeah. She went to a party. Was it last yeah. week? And her dress went. It was above the knee, and yeah. people were like, <gasps> "Exactly." Yeah. That was the Right? Isn't that crazy? It's so wild. All these rules that you have to. Live by. But yeah, it's interesting when you look at the, the best dress list because I always used to look at these lists as somebody with great personal style because some of those people used to make it on the list. But this list is really when it comes to best dress, this is the people who wear clothes that people tell them to wear yeah better than anyone else sure right sure it's modeling basically yeah. is what uh, is what you're doing but uh yeah so there you, you go you have a, a wide group of i guess different styles because yes. amal clooney is going to dress differently than sandra bullock would oh no no 100 percent. and just like uh and she's not on the list but just the, you, you look at um julie roberts where mm. julie roberts only ever wears suits now yeah and she looks dope yeah right but she only ever wears suits she doesn't wear dresses anymore when she does events and like hardly ever like once i've seen her in the past like five oh, years you know what you're right wear a dress she just wears suits now that's her deal it, yeah, yeah. Now it's her thing it, you're right yeah but anyway so there you go Meghan markle or excuse me the megan the duchess of sussex number one on uh, people magazine's list of the 10 best dressed stars yeah the ross and mocha show podcast so we beat the uh, heat temperature record yesterday. I know, Mocha, you were very excited. You were like, 1945, we are coming for you. That's right. Because that was the last time. You're not going to take this win from us. That was that hot. 1945, you just took the L. In 1945. <laughs> uh, and of course, students and teachers in Toronto were just dying yesterday in their classrooms. And I, what's the number? I think it's 128 out of the 583 schools have air conditioning. That is oh not a big number. God. Yeah, and parents, I know, I was reading stuff yesterday where parents were talking about, listen, let me just bring in my air conditioner from home for the portable that yeah. you have my kid in, and let me just plug it into the wall. And like they weren't allowed, and it was a whole big giant oh, thing, and I don't know. Dealing with the school board is sometimes an absolute nightmare. Uh, but we did beat it. We hit that record. The former record was uh, 31.7, again, back in 1945. Sorry. Sorry. Hashtag sorry, not sorry. <laughs> and... Um, do you want to hear Maury try and call me yesterday? Oh, God. But what now? Um, About the heat? Yeah, and I didn't... Well, I didn't know. I thought, because it was in the... Like, he had texted me some work stuff. 
And then he didn't write me back. And then he just started calling me over and over again. And then I, and then I answered, and this is before he got drunk, by the way. Um, and then, uh, and then, so this is what happens. Yo. Hey, how are you? Yeah, what's going on? Okay. So how hot is it? That's what you say. No. No, no. Just how hot is it? No, uh, I gotta go. What's up? But that's, uh, that's what it's, you know, those jokes, the how hot is it jokes? Right. So how hot is it? (laughs) It's not. What? I don't know. What are you talking about? So now call me because you're supposed to go. I don't know. How hot is it? Uh, no. How no. hot is it? That's not how this goes. Yeah, I have to do the punchline. No. So then you go, no. how hot is it? No, you, no, no. Uh, how hot is it? Listen, first of all, I seriously don't have time for this, but also the way that this goes is that you say, it's so hot, and then somebody else says, how hot is it? Oh. And you do the punchline. It's so hot. Hello? <laughs> 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 time for that. I'll set you straight and set you free. Wow. Uh, do you have jokes there, Maury, that you wanted to do? What were you going to tell me on the phone yesterday? How hot is it jokes? Okay, okay. You go ahead then. Is this okay. a, a Rosamoke no, comedy club? No, it's no. not. Okay. The bar's closed. Oh. Yes. Okay, so how hot is it? No, it's jerk. So I don't understand what I'm supposed to say okay. to get okay. to this funny ending. Okay, you still... Okay, how do you think it's supposed to go? I So I think it's like, how hot is it? And then you go, how hot is it? And I go, it's so hot. No, you're okay. supposed to just say... Just, how does that make sense, though? How does you that make sense You are supposed to head? say, it's so hot. And then we're supposed to say, how hot is it? And then you deliver the punchline. So, yes. so I never say, how hot is it? You No, you never say, how hot is it? Your line should be, it's so hot. You yes. start with that. Yes. yes. No, you start with that. Okay. Do you want us to start with it? Okay. It's so hot... How hot is it? But then how do you get the punch Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> See, Rasa, that's funny. <laughs> that's like I used to I used to love this. My my my, my favorite my favorite knock knock joke was always, um, hey Maury, you want to hear knock knock joke? Yeah. Okay, you start. Okay, knock knock. Who's there? But you <laughs> I always used to love that. I used to get my old man with that all the time. Okay, so okay, Maury, so you you start now. Okay. Okay. It's so hot. How, How hot, hot is, is it? it? I saw a squirrel picking up nuts with a potholder. Okay. <laughs> How hot okay. no. Okay, no. It's so hot. How, How hot, hot is, is it? it? I saw a funeral procession pull through a dairy queen. Yeah, okay. That's not nice, man. Why? Because of... That's kind of racist. Towards Queen? <laughs> <laughs> how hot... No. no. It's so hot. How, how hot, hot is, is it? it? You don't say how hot is it, Maury. I keep forgetting. Jehovah okay. Witnesses started telemarketing. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hot. How, how I saw the devil in Walmart buying an air conditioner. Yeah, okay. The old devil buying an air conditioner, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, I think these a- jokes are from 1945. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hot. How, How hot, hot is, is it? it? You can wash and dry your clothes at the same time. Yeah, okay. One the more. Last one. Okay. 
Why are you upset? These <laughs> <laughs> jokes suck, bro. It's so hot. How, How hot, hot is, is it? it? I saw a cop chasing a thief and they were both walking. Yeah. All right. So that's what you're going to waste my time with yesterday? Instead, we just wasted a million people's time with you. (laughs) (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Roz? Yeah? Before we continue, let me read this tweet that we got last week from Mike. It says, thank you for adding the news to the podcast. Sometimes I miss it during my commute. Oh, there you go. I like that. Mocha, are you ready? Yeah? Let's do the news! A Roz and Mocha Show and Kiss 92.5 News Break. Uh, Costco allegedly revoked a membership of one customer who abused its extremely lenient return policy. This is down in the States. Uh, I didn't know this about Costco, but pretty much you can return just about anything for a full refund. There are exceptions. Diamonds, you can only return within a certain period of time. Some electronics and booze and alcohol, uh, sorry, booze and cigarettes, you can't return at, uh, at any point. But the uh, cigarettes are gone. Stories started popping up on Reddit of some of the craziest things that have ever been uh, returned and accepted at the store. Okay. It included a dead Christmas tree, a half-eaten steak, a decade-old boombox, a 13-year-old fish, and an empty bottle of wine because a customer claimed <laughs> that it gave her a headache. <laughs> okay, now. Uh, but one customer, according to Business Insider, wa- had her membership revoked because she had a long history of returning just frivolous items. Uh. And the straw that broke the camel's back was she, a woman's name is Miriam Nichols, and she in 2018 returned a printer to Costco that she bought in 2010. <laughs> and she <laughs> said, she said the printer malfunctioned shortly after she purchased it, but she didn't ever just getting around to return it after eight years. So after eight years, she returned it and then was met with a manager. They went through her history and they said, obviously you're not happy with our products. Let's have that card. Yeah. So I she, and there's very this. few people that have had their memberships revoked from Costco. I'll say this about Costco yeah. and their return policy. It is fantastic. Yeah. And I have not for scamming reasons, but for legitimate like for example, we had like a one of those Vitamix blenders yeah. that we bought. I think it was two years ago, and those are pretty expensive. Yeah, and it this year, like way early this year, it broke, and I was like, "There's no reason that an item like this should break," right. especially from Costco. And I took it back to Costco, and I explained, and they were. No problem, no hassle. They took it back, gave me a new one. Now, do you have the receipts for stuff like that, though? No, you keep they, receipts? I don't, but they track. Oh, they on have your like card. Your, your purchase history, yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. And they brilliant. saw, oh, okay, yeah, you're right. You did buy it yeah. here on this particular date. Of course, we're going to take so it back. So you're, you're not the one who returned an empty bottle of wine because you claimed it gave you a headache, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, hold on here. Oh, Merriam-Webster, Merriam-Webster's Dictionary. Every year, they sort of dip into the pop culture lexicon and start adding words that people have created like lit and af yes like lit and af (laughs) they start putting those things in the dictionary Uh do you have any interest in what they're adding this year yeah uh adorbs (laughs) (laughs) oh my god my sister says that all the time Actually, both my sisters, Lauren and Lisa. Adorbs. Uh, adorbs. Yeah, that's yeah. like I used to work with a guy who used to say Marvy. 
<laughs> for for Marvelous. Oh my god, is Obvi in there? Obvi, I think Obvi. Obvi was probably in there. Should like have been in ago, there right? a while ago. Yeah, yeah. Adorbs is there. Yeah. Um, Obvi. Time suck. An activity to which one devotes a lot of time that might be better or more productively spent doing other things. Meaning, talking to Dammit Maury is a total time suck. Wow. Uh, Bingeable, (laughs) as an adjective. Meaning something would be bingeable. Oh, that's bingeable. Like the Ronza Mocha podcast. Yeah. Instagramming, as a verb. Okay. Uh, Rando. (laughs) Rando? As in a random person. Oh, some ra- oh, some rando just hit me up. My sister Lisa says that all the Does time. She? Yeah, yeah, rando. Uh, guac. Yeah. For guacamole. Of course. Uh, hangry is finally being added. Yo, hangry been around for like uh, I know long, for, for quite a while. Long. Right. Yeah. And then one I had never heard of, which uh, is TLDR. Hold on, TL. It's an abbreviation. TLDR. TLDR. I've seen it before, and it's one of those abbreviations that it's it's now past the point of where I, it would be embarrassing if I asked what it was. Yeah, what is it? TLDR re, uh, means too long didn't read because I've seen that at the at the end of comments. Like uh, somebody's posted something before, and then yeah. somebody's replied TLDR, right. and I just didn't know what that meant. Yeah, but and it's you're, and you're like, yeah, tiddler to yeah. you too. <laughs> <laughs> When it comes to athletes and their diets, I was just going through this this morning. The Rock is always the sort of benchmark of, you know, somebody who eats a ton to look the way he does, yeah. right? Like he's, you always see his diet. It goes viral every time he's doing oh, a new sure. action movie and he posts his diet. And then you have guys like Michael Phelps who does 12,000 calories a day. Uh, this God. is Michael Phelps' uh, uh, typical day. So three fried egg sandwiches for breakfast. Three. But this is only as a prelude to a five egg omelet and French toast and three chocolate chip pancakes. Jeez. Next for lunch is a pound of pasta, pasta, two large ham and cheese sandwiches with mayo on white bread and a thousand calories uh, worth of energy drinks. So we all like sort of get that, right? Yeah. Like these athletic guys. But this has to be when they're in like top, like when they're training like crazy, yes. right? So... Like, Michael Phelps ain't waking up on a Sunday eating all that stuff when no. he's, like, got nothing else going on. But Usain Bolt is on this list for oh. his for his diet. I've never seen his diet before. Exactly. Um, so when he was in Beijing in 2008, yeah. <laughs> he didn't like the food that was there, uh-huh. right? Like, he just didn't like it. He's Jamaican. He's just like, I don't want, I don't, I just don't like it. Yeah. So I'm going to only eat what I know and what I'm familiar with and what I know is consistent. Okay. So the story goes that in 2008 at the Beijing Games, <laughs> that Usain Bolt, for the time he was there, and keep in mind that he won gold in the 100 and 200, okay. ate a thousand chicken nuggets. 1,000 chicken nuggets? Yeah, that translates into five 20-packs per day. Get out of here! Come on! I love chicken nuggets and everything, but that is a lot, bro. Yeah, they said that he ate 1,000 chicken nuggets. But he can because he's burning it all off. Yeah, and he won gold oh. in the 100-200. A thousand, five, 20 packs of nugs no. in a day. I couldn't like, do it. For a week. <laughs> oh, gosh. I could not do it. That is crazy, five dude. 20 boxes. 
That is an incredible amount of chicken nuggets. That's too much chicken that's nuggets. Too much chicken nuggets. Yeah. So that's what they said that uh, they put his uh, his athletic diet up there with Michael Phelps and The Rock. This is really interesting. Uh, with Guardians of the Galaxy three, Dave Bautista plays Drax, and I believe that years from now, Dave Bautista's comedic timing will be studied in acting classes, and I don't think that he gets the recognition that he could because he's brilliant. Um, and as you know, with James Gunn, they let James Gunn go for his offensive tweets that he had posted years ago, and then he apologized, but Disney still fired him. And as it is right now, um, they don't know what they're doing with the movie. They'll probably bring somebody else in, but the cast all kind of got together and collectively and wrote a letter, an open letter to Disney saying, you know, we support James Gunn and we would like him rehired if you would reconsider. Uh, but Dave Batista is going one step further and saying that he may actually not return. Listen to this. I hear you might not do the third movie. What? Um, well, prophecy around the director. <laughs> yeah, Disney, yeah, you there said is. you might not do it. Well, yeah, there's a bit of an issue. It's a bittersweet conversation. Um, no, it's a bitter, bitter conversation because I'm not really happy with what they've done with James Gunn. They're putting the movie off. It's on hold indefinitely. And, uh, and, and to be honest with you, I don't know if I want to work for Disney. Wow. Right? That... That's pretty crazy, man. Those are big words. From a big guy. Also, what is the uh, best sport if you want to live longer? What is the best sport to play as an individual, not as a pro athlete, but as an individual? What is the best sort of extracurricular sport you can get into to live longer? What do you think? I'm going to say it's golf. Golf. Yeah. Wow. Okay. They say golf. They say people who play tennis, badminton, or soccer tend to really? live longer than those who cycled, swam, or jogged. Really? Why? Okay. The results raise an interesting question about the role that social interaction might play in augmenting the benefits of exercise. That possibly requires verification, they say. But for now, people who run or ride might want to consider finding a group or partner to do it with. Mm. They say raising your heart rate is important, but it looks like connecting with others is other people is as beneficial as well this is why like what Maury does when Maury goes to those culty spin classes I was going to say at the end of spin when Ty says take off your your uh, your water bottle and cheers the person around yeah, you yeah it's, yeah it's the social aspect of like oh. Maury reaps more benefit from being in a group of people with a community even if it is sort of culty than somebody who goes out and rides alone yeah because he's getting an extra level uh, oh. from his it's workout it's not the sweat and the ride no it it's, is the sweat and the ride oh. but it's also but it's also so the it's also the the camaraderie. It's also the socialization aspect. Oh, guys, he's start a running club, right? So when he says, "Are we all with us?" and we all go, "Woo!" Yeah, that's what it is. It's the woo factor. Michael Moore's new documentary, which is going to be at uh, TIFF, dropped a bombshell as well. Uh, his new documentary is all about Donald Trump, mm. and Michael Moore claims. There is one person and one person only responsible for Donald Trump's decision to run for president, which he ultimately won, as we know. There's one person and one person only. Does he, and he says in the movie? Yes. Okay. Can I guess? Yes. His daughter. I can give you a million guesses and you will never guess. Not his daughter? Not his daughter. Gwen Stefani. Hold on, what? Gwen Stefani, according Holla to back, Michael, girl? according to Michael Moore, Gwen Stefani is the reason that Donald Trump decided to run for president. Because at the time, Donald Trump, he's Donald Trump has always flirted with the idea of politics, yeah. right? Since like the the eighties, and at the time, Donald Trump was going to war with NBC over money. Donald Trump found out that Gwen Stefani on The Voice was making more money than he was to host The Apprentice. Yeah. 
So that's when he played NBC's hand and said, fine, I will walk away. And he had the big high level meeting and decided to run for put a campaign together to try his hand at president. But if you remember, then he started trashing Mexicans and NBC completely cut ties with him altogether. And then so the campaign happened and he eventually won because of Gwen Stefani. Michael Moore claims that it was because he found out that Gwen Stefani made more than he did on The Voice than he did for hosting The Apprentice that had his name on it. That that was the reason that he had the meeting to try and play NBC's hand to get more money out of them. That ish is bananas. (laughs) B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Roz and Mocha Q&A. Before we get to Ask Ron's and Mocha, I would like to read to you some of the latest reviews we've been getting on iOS. Oh, yeah. First of all, thank you to everyone that leaves a rating and a review. Uh, Much love to you. Much appreciated. If you have not yet done so, as soon as you're done listening to this episode, get on that. Kelly, just on Friday, left this review with five stars as well. If I can give you more than five stars, I definitely would. Absolutely love the podcast. I've been listening to you guys since I was 10. Oh, my God. You guys make my day all day, every day. Uh, Anna also left a review, five stars again. So thank you for that, Anna. So happy uh, about finding this. I've been listening to your radio show since at least 2014. And then we'll end on this one, Julieta. I don't remember how I ever celebrated Fridays before this podcast came out. I am hooked. And she also left us five stars. So, uh, again, iOS, Google Play, wherever it is you get the Ron's and Mocha Show podcast from, if you don't mind, uh, leave a review and a rating. We would definitely love that. All and right. we'll read it here for you as well. Ask Ross and Mocha, a podcast exclusive. Yeah, that's one of the... It's, this is my favorite part of the podcast. And we... Love it so much because we get to bring somebody who listens to the show and listens to the podcast on the podcast to ask their question live. Every week, uh, we will post something on Instagram. It's just a shot of Mocha and I just simply reads Ask Raza Mocha. That is where you can post your questions. We always try and get to as many as we can. And uh, like we said, somebody gets to come on the podcast with us. And on the phone, Mocha, is Nikki. Hi, Nikki. What's going on? Hi, guys. How are you? Good. Good. Uh, I've seen your name pop up a bunch on Instagram through at kiss925 whenever we uh, post up and ask Roz and Mocha. You got a lot of questions, huh? I know. I have a lot going on in my head, apparently. Okay. okay. What's what's going on in your life? How old are you? Are you married? Are you... Uh, yeah, 29, married. I have a kid who's two. Okay. Um, and you, I don't know. And you, do you work? I do. I work um, in special education at the school board. Okay. Oh, nice. I was in special ed. Maury was in special ed. <laughs> you never hear that. You, you, we get calls all the time where somebody's like, yeah, you know, back at school, I uh, was in Greece last week. And somebody goes, oh, my God, I was in Greece. But you never hear when somebody goes, I teach special ed. The other person goes, I was in special ed. <laughs> so, Nikki, what is your question? So I want to preface this because my husband actually listens to the podcast, so sure. I don't want to offend him. But okay. he does a lot for us. And he's a really good dad, and he does a lot of things that are important to him. But what? sometimes when I <laughs> your question is what when I um, ask him to do something for me, like a favor or just something that I can't get around to, it'll oftentimes sit for like days. And yeah. I've tried to be patient with it and not say anything because I don't want to start an argument. Yeah. So I was wondering if you had give advice us, give on us an how example. to. Give yeah, us an example. like what was the last thing you asked him to do what, uh, that yeah. he either forgot or just didn't do? So. Okay, one example is we came back from a trip and there were a lot of heavy boxes when I was unpacking some of this stuff. So mm-hmm. there were a lot of heavy boxes in 
our family room and I couldn't lift them physically myself. So I asked him to do it. And I think it went like a week and a half, two weeks. Mm -hmm. And then I, and then he finally got to it. But in the interim, I was getting like more and more anxious. (laughs) They were just sitting there, sitting there. And then like, we would have like little arguments about it, but I didn't want it to. When you you argue about it, what do you say? I will just say, can, can you move it now? And he'll just say, oh, I'll get to it. And I said, oh, you said that yesterday. And yeah. it'll just be like that. Okay, so there's uh, there's fundamental differences between men and women when it comes to stuff like this. The first thing you can't do is, and you may fall into this because it's very important that you have a young kid in the house. Mm-hmm. Because oftentimes the dynamic between a man and a woman or a husband and a wife in the house changes when you involve a kid because things where you think that you're simply asking your husband to do things um, you wind up crossing over into territory of where you start mothering your husband Mm -hmm. and guys know that when it's happening immediately immediately so you have to remember that the one line you can't cross is you can't cross into territory of i asked you to do something why didn't you do it that's stuff your mother said to you yeah. that's not stuff that's Fair not stuff, that's not stuff your wife says to you also yeah also i will say that when it comes to a mess when it comes to a thing right um guys are okay to sit and live their life with a stack of boxes in the corner and pretend that they're not even there women can't walk out of that room without looking at them thinking that those boxes are ruining your life yeah so you don't ask your husband to move the boxes what you have to do is have a conversation with him that says i know those boxes don't bother you and that's fine but the conversation needs to be they really just drive me crazy so then it's not about moving boxes it's about saving your mental health (laughs) actually that's a good idea he works in mental health tell you this nikki because this conversation happens from time to time in our house where my wife jenna will say hey can you do this one thing and then i will not out of anything other than it'll just slip my mind that i'll totally forget or i get distracted very easily so i would get distracted by either television or my phone goes off or something else and i will legit forget not because i'm trying to be rude or be disrespectful to her but i will legit just forget and then she'll hit me with the, you know, like, sometimes it hurts my feelings when I ask you to, to do something and then you don't do it. Then I feel terrible and I end up doing it. Right. But, so oh. either either he just, like, maybe he gets distracted or he just forgets. Uh, but I'm with Roz. You, you got to have those conversations, but don't mother him. Yeah, you can't you can't be his, you can't be his mom. We'll get Dammit Maury's advice in, uh, in, in, in one second. And I will, I, will also, I will also say this, too. You know, when it comes to the men and women... Guys can sit and do nothing, right? I'm really mm-hmm. great at sitting and doing nothing. Mm-hmm. When women do nothing, they just do something else other than the thing that they were just doing. <laughs> yeah. Right? You guys can't sit and do nothing. And I will walk into a room and there could be cat barf on the floor, right? And yeah. I, will, I will walk into the room and I'll just sit on the couch and start watching a show. Where Catherine will say, how can you even sit and watch a show when there's cat barf on the, on the ground? And I'm like, because right now I'm doing nothing. When I decide to do something, I will clean up the cat barf. It's not going anywhere. 
I'm fine. Yeah. I can relax. I can ignore the cat barf where women can't. So there's an immediacy when something needs to be done that women tend to have over men. Okay. And you mm-hmm, have to understand mm-hmm. that that immediacy that you have for things is probably most likely definitely not shared with your husband. So the urgency when you speak of something like moving boxes or putting dishes in a dishwasher, you actually sound crazy to him. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I probably like, do. <laughs> it's, it's a very difficult thing. Okay, now, Maury, your advice to try and get, because Maury's dynamic in his household is two men. So it's Maury and his husband, Matthew. And we Maury, all have roles in our in our home. Like right. we have our chores, right? And I'm yeah. garbage, right? So, like, I'm not, mm-hmm. like, my job is garbage. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, Either way, uh, do you, bro. Do you. <laughs> and I'm the same as Roz, where, like, I, it doesn't, to me, I don't understand why it needs to be done right away. Yeah. But if I don't take the garbage out when it's full, Matthew's way of getting me to do something is by talking about me as though I'm not in the room. Right. Under his breath, he'd be like, you know, I don't know why I, I married this guy, and he doesn't want to take out the garbage. I just don't understand. Like, I do so many things. I work all day, and I come home, and... Yeah. and my husband decides not to, and I'm standing right there, yeah. but he's talking to himself about me, and it frustrates me to the point where I'll just take the garbage out. Right. But to me, I'm like, I don't know why it needs to be done right now. Maury has also lived his life in his in, in his household life by the old philosophy of don't be good at anything you don't want to do. Right, so Maury's not okay. allowed to. Maury's not allowed to load the dishwasher because Matthew thinks that he's so terrible at it that it's actually frustrating to watch Maury load the dishwasher. Because Maury- Matthew would just have to go and redo everything right. himself. Maury, Maury, Maury brand could- new washer and dryer. I've never touched them. Right, because Matthew thinks that Maury's no good at doing laundry. Maury could easily learn how to do the laundry. I used to live and, on my own. The dishwasher. Right, he's quite capable of it. But why get good at something that you don't actually want to do? Oh, kind of smart. Right? See, like it's, it's so pretty- maybe that's your husband's technique right now. Nick. <laughs> maybe maybe that is maybe that's the maybe that's the case you know yeah maybe um but uh, but yeah no it's a it's a very it's a very difficult it's a very difficult thing to try and get somebody to do to do something i know for Catherine, if Catherine doesn't like to do something she will just never do it so Catherine, my girlfriend will clean the entire kitchen yeah like scrub the counters the floors the front of the cupboards everything else Catherine has never in her life clean the kitchen sink really? so I will, walk, I will walk in the house and the kitchen will be spotless yeah. and I will look in the sink and there's two inches of rice from the night before that oh, she just no. dumped out a pot in the sink yeah. she will not clean the kitchen Why? sink she just, she just thinks it's disgusting really she won't clean the kitchen sink she thinks it's gross so I get home and then I just I realize all the work she's done and I will just go ahead and independently clean the kitchen sink wow. which I have no problem with that mm-hmm. but she will scrub the house and I will come home and there's a bowl of hair in the kitchen sink. Who in your house cleans the toilet? Um, I clean the toilet. I'm more likely to clean the toilet. Okay, because I was going to say, like, if she thinks the sink is disgusting, yeah. oh, what about she, the toilet? Oh, she also thinks that that's because where I put my butt, and she doesn't like that. <laughs> uh, <right>? <laughs> <laughs> hey, nobody like your butt, bro. Right? Is, what is, is there anything Jenna does, Mocha, that she, does, she doesn't like to do? 
She doesn't like to yeah, do. Yeah, there's anything in the house that she finds like gross or just not for her or like the dog poo. Who takes care of the dog poo? No, we both do. You both do. Yeah, because she okay. grew up with dogs. Yeah, okay. I used to think, because I'd never had a dog before meeting Jenna, yeah. we got Tig. So I used to think, absolutely not, never. It's disgusting. Yeah. But now, no big deal. Like, I can't think of anything do right you, now. How do, you, how do you take the poo? Do you, uh, do, there's a dog poo in the backyard and then you just scoop it up? Yeah. Or do you, because I, I could never. Right? I could never, I had dogs growing up, and I'll tell you right now, I could never put a bag over my hand and lift up hot poo. I <laughs> really? could never do it. Oh, hell no. Nope. So not what would worth you it. do? That dog's going up for adoption. What would, I could, what would you but do? But you wiped Roxy's butt. Yeah, that's a human being who can't who can't fend for herself. I cannot put my hand in a bag yeah. and touch hot poo. I would throw up every time I did <laughs> Really? It. Yeah, I cannot do it. When I will, I will see like sometimes like a real like good looking girl walking down the street, and she's all put together, and she's got the dog, and then she puts the hand on her bag and bends over and picks it up. I'm like, you you are the least attractive thing in the world right really? now. No, I find that so disgusting. <laughs> there is nothing worse than putting a bag over your hand. Uh-huh. I would use my boot and flick it onto the street. No, you would <laughs> yes, I would. Yes, I would. And yes, risk I would. getting poop on your boot? Yeah, I would rather get poop on my boot. I would rather flick it on the street with the toe of my boot than put my hand in a bag and pick up steamy, hot, fresh dog poop. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then carry it. Oh, well, yeah. What else are you going to do with it? <laughs> like, it's a, like it's luggage. <laughs> no, there's no, there's no way. That is the... To me, that's that's the lowest a human being can go, is is putting your hand in a bag and touching hot dog poo. Uh, can I tell you, this is like completely off topic, yeah. real quick, Nikki, but um, I remember we were out for a walk. It was myself, my wife, Jenna, our son, Cruz, and the dog, Dick, yeah. and we're out for a walk, and we see, coming towards us, there's a woman who's out for a jog, right? and she's with her dog, and the dog is super happy and jogging right beside its owner. I guess the dog took a poop. The woman had picked it up, put it in the bag, yeah. took the bag, yeah. and tied it no. on the dog leash yeah. around no. the dog's neck. Yeah. So she wouldn't have to hold it while she was running. See, so this poor dog no. is running down the street no. next to its owner who's out for a jog, no. and the dog pooped. No. It's like hitting itself in the no. chest. No. 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 See, that, that bag just like, slapped that. No, Listen, no, I'm sure no. along your run, along no, that jog, no. you would have at least passed no. like some plaza, some guard, like a, a park somewhere no. where you could toss that dog, that bag of dog poop into. No, that's like Game of Thrones level torture. You know, like, <laughs> like that's like on. when you're trying to get an answer out of somebody, you take their poo and tie it around their neck <laughs> and make them run. Right? Like you just, you don't do that to another living thing. You don't tie, you don't take a living thing and tie its own poop around its neck and make it run. I know. (laughs) (laughs) And it was a hot day too. Yeah, like that's that's like Dick Cheney level torture. You know, you don't do that to another thing. You just don't. We're better than that. Uh, Anyway, Nikki, uh, I hope we help answer. Uh, answer your question or help give you some sort of a solution. You did. You gave me some insight. And okay. thanks for making me laugh. I just died. <laughs> uh, oh, you're very thank welcome. you, Nikki. Appreciate you always. Thank you. Bye, guys. <laughs> All right, later. God, I'm exhausted now. <laughs> <laughs> My stomach hurts from laughing. Well, hurts. let's go through some more questions. Okay. Um, I want to ask if you guys have experienced any bad days at work or what does a bad work day uh, look like in the studio and how do you usually handle it? Ooh, I think that like, let's not say days when we're sick because that's just, that happens and you have to fight through it and everything else. So like a bad day when something doesn't go right or we get some bad news or, or Maury's pissed off, um, or Maury's pissed off or Maury's pissed off or 
Maurice pissed off. More Maurice pissed off. Or um, how? Let me see. So yeah, I think between Roz and I, I don't know what a bad day really like. Yeah, like if you ever had a bad day, yeah. you don't show it. I mean, I got I got kidney stones on the air. You know, when we were interviewing Carly Rae Jepsen years Jepson, ago, yeah. I got kidney stones on the air, and I remember being in the worst pain I've ever been in my life while we were doing an interview on the show, and I wanted to die. Like that's a bad day. Yeah. Uh, but we've both, we've had like we've had health problems and stuff and still come in and 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 done the show and you've been in a bad mood but like Mo- Mocha and I have never been in a fight like we've never had to fake getting along no. to anybody but I think that when you do have a bad day whether it is you know because you're not feeling well or maybe you know Maury's in a bad mood and you got bad news on your phone or whatever it is I think the difference between us having a bad day and everybody else having a bad day is if you have a bad day at your job you can go in and sort of keep your head down be accountable do your job 530 you leave and you're home you know nobody really knows what's going on in your head but i think with us like when you're we've we everybody on this show has had to leave this show and go to a funeral yeah you know every single person on this show has had to leave this show and go to a funeral but at, you wouldn't at, know at, it at some point but listening. you wouldn't know it and so i think the difference is is that when we have a when you have a bad day you can sort of be anonymous about it at work when we have a bad day a million people hear your bad day mm-hmm. so if you screw up you know, and we've screwed up on the show before. Things have happened that we've really like have been a, a, a mistake. And so when you screw up, it's not just on you and your boss notices and then you can go correct it. There is no correcting it when you do this. Mm-hmm. And so if you're an obsessive person or, you know, you really down on yourself for something that went wrong, uh, that becomes a problem and that can sort of ruin your day a little bit. But it's tough. Yeah. And when Maury has a bad day. When Maury has oh, a bad day. Oh, boy. The passive aggressive Maury with no Look glasses. out, yeah. everybody. But I will say when Maury has a bad day, there's two things that we'll do both behind the scenes. We'll call them out on it yeah. and try to fix a problem. Yeah. And sometimes on the radio, on the show, we'll call them out on it That's and try true. to fix the problem. I, I don't look like I don't, um, if I'm having a bad day, I don't, I don't want to mask it as well as the two of you do. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm not good at just hiding it as well as the two of you. But nobody's asking you to hide it. Where where I have a problem, and I don't want to start getting too, too deep into your head here, but where I have a problem is oftentimes your reasoning for having a bad day is should be something that you should be able to deal with as an oh, adult totally. and move past. Totally. Like something as the, the frivolous things that set you off in a day should be something that as a grown human you should be able to deal with independently and, One move, would think. and move off very quickly from <laughs> One it. would think. One would think. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, do we have anything fun for God's sake? Yeah, why'd you have to read that? Uh, I don't know. It was interesting to Oh, me. okay, here. How about yeah, this one? Yeah. Uh, Megan Novice asks... If you had to choose a voice for yourself oh. that you think matches your face and look, what voice would it be? <laughs> or who would it sound like? I ask this because when I watch your videos and my volume is off, I don't equate your voices to your looks. Wow. But that's a very difficult question because you're saying that because for me, my voice matches my face perfectly because it's my face. No, but if you had to pick a different voice. So if you had to pick a different that you voice. you think also matches your face. Oh, like Grandpa Simpson. Like Grandpa uh, <laughs> Shut up. You shut up. <laughs> I'm not ganging up here. Okay? I'm not in the barrel today. <laughs> um, do you know that joke, by the way? Uh, in a barrel? Yeah. Does that have to do with Niagara Falls? Do you know that joke? We no. can tell the joke on the podcast. Do you not know? Have no. you ever heard somebody say it's not my turn in the barrel? No? Okay, no. so, the, so, the, so the, it's not racist. So the joke goes like this. 
so there's a guy, and the location will always change. So sometimes it's a prison camp, sometimes it's a military base, sometimes it's an island where people have been stranded. Okay. So there's a guy, and he's with a group of people, and this guy wanders into this sort of civilization or prison yard or wherever. And uh, they're talking about what life is like there. And he's one guy who's been there a while is really chatting it up and saying, you know, it's actually not that bad. And we've made the best of it. And we build some huts and we go fish and we do all this other stuff. And it's all men. And he's like, okay, cool. So he's like, there's all men here. And they're like, yeah, it's all, uh, it's all men. And he's like, okay, cool. So that's, uh, that's no problem. And uh, he goes, so what do you do? Like if, you know, you know, if you, you know, you need to sort of like, you know, get busy. And he's like, oh, we use the barrel. And the guy's like, okay, what's the barrel? And he goes, come on, let me show you. And so he brings the guy over to the barrel, and it's a barrel with a hole in it. Okay. And he goes, and he goes, there's a hole in the barrel, and take your thing and put your thing in the hole in the barrel. Yeah. And the guy goes, oh my God, this is like incredible. This is like mind-blowingly wonderful. You guys figured it out. Like you guys have this all figured out. And he's like, the other guy's like, yeah, man, anytime you want. And he's like, anytime I want, I can just like come over here and like use the barrel. And he's like, anytime. And he's like, for real, like any, I can just like come over here anytime and use the barrel. And he's like, yeah, anytime except Monday nights. And he goes, why? What happens Monday night? And he goes, that's your turn in the barrel. <laughs> 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 so when I say when I say it's when I say it's not my turn in the barrel, I mean it's not my it's not my turn to get, get to get ganged up on by all you guys. Okay. All right, okay. okay, okay. Anyway, so what were we talking about? I don't know. Oh, um, if yeah, you could yeah, have somebody you else's voice, be able to choose a voice. Uh, what voice? Whose voice do you think? Yeah, that's tough. I don't Is know. Is it whose voice or just... You would know this, Maury. Who do you idolize that you would rather you had their voice? Oh, like the movie trailer guy. Right. But Always would you dreamy. Wanna, but would you want to talk like that to regular people? Like when A you, thousand percent. Right. I'd love to just be able to walk up anywhere, you know, and just be like, in a world. Right. Or Don't say in a world. You have to do the voice without saying in a world. Oh, like just everyday thing? Yes. How much for that peach? Right. <laughs> 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 they all they give you the peach for free and give you the register money as well. <laughs> you, you do that. You've just robbed somebody. And then it's your turn in the barrel. <laughs> <laughs> At least you got that peach though. <laughs> Ask Roz and Mocha. Uh, at Kastai25 is where you will see the picture once a week. Feel free to ask any question that you want, and I will try to get you onto the podcast. Dude, yo, this segment right here, yeah. like 20 minutes, man. Really? Oh, this is our longest go. segment of Ask Ross and Mocha. Right. Uh, thanks very much for listening to the show. Thanks for listening to the Ross and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or on the KISS 92.5 app.